0: How you doing today, Lizzie?
1: I'm doing really well. You doing good?
0: Yeah, besides being
1: busy. Yeah, doing all good. You survived yesterday.
0: I did. I survived and thrived. Yes. We tired today. I um, bet.
1: I bet. I bet you're more. Well, I think parents dropping their kid off to college is as emotionally draining as it is physically. Draining. It is.
0: You know, what, it's emotionally, but it also reminded me that I haven't. It's like I think. It's, we're we'll doing my counseling session with Lizzie Sparks.
2: Counseling with as Lizzie. As part of the
0: show, before the, the, show. the show. No, I mean, I'm there and it's like, all, I mean, here's the thing about life. A lot of times we have dreams. Yes. We have goals. Yes. Um, sometimes we know how to get there. Sometimes we don't just, I mean, I've been at Mizzou a ton since I went to mm-hmm. school there, played football there. I was a color commentator for Mizzou football for three years when I finished playing, my ex-wife and I got married, lived there for two years, mm-hmm. visited my older daughters, but it was, I didn't move my older daughter in. Okay. It was different when you go and move. Your, when you
1: move them in, when I, yes.
0: But I'd never really walked campus until I started walking with my son. Um, but the thing about it is, it's like, damn, it's like. I started feeling like I haven't accomplished anything that I wanted to accomplish. <laughs> that you wanted I was like, to my accomplish. my life's been a failure. I'm serious. This is, well, you and asked you're,
1: for you're, But you're way too hard on yourself. I'm
0: an effing failure. No. No. Um, no. No. So I'm like, so it was motivating. Because yeah, I'm not going to go sit in a corner. I'm like, well, shit. I got a lot to accomplish. I got
1: to move on then.
0: In the next 25, 30 years or whatever. <laughs> God gives me to live and breathe. Um, no, it was good. Put Thank a fire
1: God. under your belly then. Thank
0: God it wasn't. It wasn't hot. That's for sure. That was yes. a nightmare. Um,
1: I remember moving one of my kids in, and it was so hot, and the sweat just coming down their face. But but I do get what you're saying. You think okay, you had these goals and your dreams, but if you look at it, okay, you might not have done exactly what you've done. But parenting, you have arrived. Your kid is there, and it's bittersweet. But that's a successful parent. That's yeah. Successful no. There's parenting. yeah. Parenting
0: for me, you know. The, yeah. Everybody has their goals as parents. I've got yes. mine, and I won't get on my gospel soapbox about faith and God. And from that standpoint, we should
1: get on it a little I bit am, more than we do. I
0: am that I've done everything I can from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's uh, the most important thing. And my opinion is, we can do is not necessarily get them into Mizzou or Harvard, which is all great. I want my kids to go to college, but that we teach them about their faith because that is something they will need forever yeah, I, and eternity. I mean,
0: I um bendy
1: he said her parents graduated from a zoo in 19 what is that 38 oh dear god yeah she's guessing it was a lot different awesome. i'm guessing it was too yeah.
0: <laughs> Guys, oh, just a
1: little different
0: we got another packed show today too there's a lot of good headlines a lot of good topics too i'm also feeling like a failure because i can't get in, i used to have billy bush's phone number and i don't know what happened to it And I had his media contact and I can't find that guy. But you know, I and and Billy's out doing national podcast and he would do ours in a heartbeat. He would. I I saw him at the gym two years ago and I cannot find him. If
1: anybody Once again, I feel like a failure. Well, I text him. I did. I have an old number, but I think it's old because he had texted me back before and I didn't get a text back. So I wonder if these numbers changed anyway.
0: We'll talk about him and Bud Light.
1: Yeah,
3: um,
0: we
1: will. So, if anybody knows him, and I've been, I've been to the Bush Mansion um, for a political campaign and met his family and all that out there at uh, Grant's Farm, and he's a super cool dude. But his number must have changed.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I, I really appreciated B- Billy Bush even more when they had their family housekeeper there that was like serving food at this political event and they said nothing but nice things about them, about working for Billy Bush and his wife and their, I think, six children and the kids all went up and hugged her and I was like, gosh, these are some good people, <clears throat> good people and and they were, you know, kind of the same political bent as I was and that's always helpful, so. Well, Yeah, yeah. That was
0: great. <clears throat> this is the show before the show. Appreciate you guys jumping in. Um, oh, 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 just like that. One of our viewers and a friend of mine, I don't know if I should say his name or not. If you give me permission, I'll I'll give you uh, compliments. Uh, initials BH. He just gave me Billy's phone number. Oh, yay. Yay. <laughs> just like that. Yay. Just like Oh, that's that. great.
1: See if you can get him on
0: now I yeah I am I'm gonna I'm gonna this is beautiful
1: beautiful you know what your friends really are they really like you I mean they do they listen to the show and they text you during the show and all of that and no
0: I'm I'm grateful you
1: you have some great friends
0: Bobby Horvath and if anybody Uh, needs to do anything with the money (laughs) Bobby Bobby, Bobby's great Bobby how can I promote you Bobby has a great name. You do so much. You do. He owns companies. He's a lender. He's thanks, buddy.
1: That's so awesome. So awesome. There's somebody, I noticed that the listeners, they like, if we ask them for anything, they can come up with the information really quick. And, you know, we have our political opinions and everybody knows what they are, but it's like the listeners, they just want the truth. They want the truth. And fortunately or unfortunately, the truth is typically not ever on the left and they just have some really good information. And our listeners are fun as heck. Fun, fun, fun love it love it good morning hey randy randy's there and Bindy says ask and you shall receive terry heather Bob, there's bobby there he's on there annette I love bobby oh that's wonderful chris g steam fitter chris is here for the pre-party yeah our pre-party is kind of you know fun you just kind of see what we're doing before the show there's a lot going on behind the scenes and of course, Ben is here and Cindy and Kimberly. And thank you for the information yesterday, Kimberly. And Kurt and Karen and Troy and Paul and our other Karen. We have, you know what? This is really cool. We have three Karens on the line right now. And Tricia. See you later today, Tricia. And Angie and David and Derek. There's Derek. And
0: okay, I'm good. We can do okay. the uh, show before the show. We can get it started. We got a lot to get to. Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and ProJo. ProJo feeling a little under the weather. That's what happens. You go down, you go to Florida, you start partying, you have yourself a good time, you get on a plane, you come mm-hmm. back. You didn't take your vitamin C before you went, did you? Totally worth it. <laughs> you t- to it. Totally worth it. You know, as my grandpa used
1: to say, you have to pay for your thrills.
0: Oh yeah, well...
1: You paid for I'm your paying,
5: thrills.
0: That's for sure. In one way or the other, I guess. Uh-huh. I could see that. <laughs> uh, jumping in to the show today. Appreciate you jumping in. Thursday podcast, August 17th. Um, we're going to get to a lot, um, as we always do. I was just talking about news with Billy Bush and AB. I would have Bud Light bottles all over the place. Me too. Me too. <laughs> would, as best as possible. Uh, also, Rasmussen pull out Fox News pull out. The Trump train continues to roll as numbers get even higher. Uh, I did find interesting. There's been a shakeup in the Rasmussen poll, which is the more down the middle poll when it comes to who's in second place. Very fascinating. I guess we shouldn't be surprised though. Biden saying creepy things again. Uh, The Washington governor, I don't even know how anybody could elect a man and keep him in office that's pushing forward a bill that allows sex changes without parental consent. Parents, if parents think that that's all right, You should not be a parent. Sorry. And um, more evidence of what police deal with every single day. Don't believe the thugs and the thugettes and the community leaders who try to tell you, oh, police are bad and and, and they're always racing for their guns and their rifles. Yeah, another piece of evidence of what police deal with on a daily basis. And you have split-second decision to make up your mind on what you're going to do. Gotta love it. We'll get into all of that coming up. We've also got... um, what else do we got? Oh, we've got Mark Schmitz coming in in 10 minutes. Father of Lance uh, Corporal Jared Schmitz, who was murdered by a suicide bomber at the Kabul airport. We'll get into all that. Uh, first, what we do. Share the show, like, subscribe. Uh, we just wanted to show you our advertisers really quick. We're setting up. Make sure everybody's in. Don't go anywhere. We're going to jump into these stories right now as soon as we get back, but please check out our partners.
3: Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles, real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things.
0: Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special?
3: Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot co- more control over the fire, and it's 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis. Any Deerberg, uh meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able
0: to break apart in your hands like absolutely, does, yeah. Right?
3: If you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet; it's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand.
2: All right, get your rockwood charcoal, Marco. Wait.
3: I'm the car!
0: Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro Joe. We're here Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our website, CancelTheShow.com. We have fun here, lots of energy, infotainment when it comes to news, news headlines, politics, cancel culture, education, society, you name it, whatever's going on, we get to it. Um, Just try to have some fun with you guys, share some time with you and we grow by you you guys jumping in on the podcast for our live listeners even though most people listen when we're not live uh you guys make the show the ones that jump in we appreciate your comments we appreciate your your leading us into good stories things that are going on sharing your station uh sharing your situations as well also if you guys have stories interviews uh things like that let us know we'll jump in we'll do it We're here for you guys, and we try to make the most of it as we can. Remember to like, subscribe, um, share the show. You can send us stars on Facebook. That helps us as well. Uh, The merchandise is coming very soon. Derek Pratt will be in studio, 9 o'clock hour. Um, He'll talk more about that, give you an update from where we are there. Um, Lizzie was asking me if I got through yesterday. Dropped off a college son. Many of us do that. Um, Daughter had already been there. One more son. This son lived with me full time, so it was like, oh. Yeah, It was hard, um, but you drop it off. But um, I did, here's a picture uh, from the dorm room yesterday. And um, by the way, um, he, he, he th- thinks he got screwed. That's Drake. Um, he's um, on the other side of campus, like way far away. I didn't even need to know these dorms existed, like way far, way, way, way far away. So I was like, dude, it's for a reason. You have to look at it that way. It's like, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know why, mm-hmm. where you'll be here. Um, trust me, I, I've tried to deal with these things as well, but, um, a lot of fun, um, uh, doing that, dropping them off. And, uh, the only thing that really went wrong, he forgot his remote oh. for a little TV mm-hmm. and then we went and got a remote and then he, he picked up the wrong one. Oh, so they're going to have to go do that and take care of that. Dad's out. I'm out. So anyway, that was fun to do yesterday. Yeah, uh, bittersweet. You deal with that. People have done that. It's part of life. You move on and you go through. um, So... We'll go from there. I have no doubt that he'll do great whatever he wants to do. Uh, it was hard for him because he was a football player. Mm-hmm. So he had to decide between accepting Division II scholarships, which were the highest ones that he had received, um, playing quarterback or going to Mizzou, going to business school and starting a business. So he thought he would go ahead and do that. So
1: Good for him. But yeah. I'm sure that's bittersweet too. It is.
0: He visit. I mean, there was a goal to always play Division I football. Not mm-hmm. everybody gets to do that. And especially in the day and age where there's um, – there's still the covid rules there's still an extra covid year where kids Uh-oh, got an extra okay. covid year where it was you could be in school for six years yeah and most of those quarterbacks take that plus you have the transfer rule now where kids are transferring all around so it is super super difficult yeah like last sure. year in the St. Louis metropolitan area there wasn't one quarterback that had a full scholarship throughout the to a division 1 school
1: that's crazy. Yeah, it's not it like it Massively used to be. crazy. Yeah.
0: So anyway, he did that. Everything happens for a reason. That was uh, Drake. People ask me, did you show it? Yeah, I have it all over the uh, social media. Okay, real quick story before we jump into the Billy Bush. Imagine this. Okay, Kelly Mano. Is probably going to be here tomorrow. I've got to message her to find out. She texted me last night. She's our friend, uh, occasional co-host to the show. She owns Friday. She texted me yesterday and said, Vic, have you heard about this massive story? Apparently, it was the lead story on the CBS local affiliate in St. Louis last night. There's nobody to do driver's test anymore. I heard that last night. <laughs> we talk about high school sports. There's referee shortages. Yeah, because parents can suck and just and, and they get no respect. Same things going on with drivers test.
1: Because aren't a lot of them like state troopers who
0: do the test? Saint Charles DMV. No, no, they're not. Some are. Not everybody. Okay.
5: I think most of them are either uh, state troopers or police. Police, that's type. what I yeah. thought.
1: Yeah, and there's not enough of them to go around. Yeah,
5: my mom let her uh, uh, license expire, and she's going through trying to get it oh, uh, wow. get it back, and, and it's been rough just trying to get an appointment to get the test.
0: Um, St. Charles DMV, I don't know exactly which one Kelly was going to, because there's a couple different places you can go there to. Has, there's quite, I know there's yeah, one yeah. out in O'Fallon. And there's one in St. Charles City.
1: And one in like the harvester area. Yeah,
0: I went to all three because my daughter failed twice. And then my other mm-hmm. son failed twice. So we're going all over the damn place. Uh, well, that one's easier. Well, let's go to this one. Everybody knows what it's like to get a driver's license or at least try. Well, now there's not, they're not staffed enough. And the lines are crazy. Kelly couldn't get in yesterday after five hours of being there. Wow. Couldn't take a test. So today, her and her daughter... Got in line at the St. Charles, that's in the St. Louis area for our national listeners, at 4.50 a.m. Get out. Today? (laughs) People. Oh, my gosh. Bringing, like, cots, lawn chairs, like they're camping out for tickets for a concert or a movie Mm -hmm. or a sporting event.
1: Mm Mm-hmm to
0: take your freaking driver's test
1: yes it is so crazy i went to you know just license my new used car and i and it expired for a little bit i was one of those with a little bit expired tag because every time i went it was a five hour wait and i don't have five hours to wait i would make Who an appointment does? and still go there i mean it's finally licensed but it just my husband had to take off and wait half of a day
0: david says no lines in Baldwin. Yeah, that's true that's where he went is that's that be- where he went? Is yes. that because everybody's left St. Louis County? I think so. No. <laughs> so my
1: husband finally went and did it in Baldwin. No.
0: Yeah, Baldwin, no lines. Okay, and everybody in Baldwin's like, thanks, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks a for lot. letting the cat out of the bag. There goes Baldwin's secret. Yes, um, that's Donna- where you
1: take your kid for a driver's <clears throat> test too. All of it, Baldwin license, all of it. Nobody's so were there. all the
0: kids in St. Charles County is that because that's where everybody's moving? I think so. And I think so yeah, four oh. fifty this morning. She is just now. After almost four hours, well, three hours, 40 minutes. God love her. She's getting ready to take the test now. Kelly Mano let me know that via texting. Wow. To let us know that after getting in line at 4.50 this morning, they're finally getting ready to try to (laughs) take the test. Um, But hey, am I surprised? No. No. I'm not surprised at all. Um, The thing that I guess, I'm certain there's other industries or things like this. When you think about it, no, I'm not surprised that kids are having to wait that long. I guess I'm surprised that there's no lines in Baldwin. There's no lines in Jefferson County. And I guess people, you you go to your local location, I guess, right?
1: Yeah. You can go to any of them. People think you have to go in the county in which you live, but you don't.
0: Uh, David said, Vic, they told me to tell people we don't have lines in Baldwin. Uh, Mark Schmidt's joining Mm -hmm. us now. Mark, I don't know if you caught uh, what we were talking about. We've got you here for other more important reasons, but... Uh, one of our co-hosts, um, Kelly Mano, <clears throat> super, super popular on social media. She was letting me know. Tried to take her daughter to get a driver's test yesterday at the DMV. Waited over four hours. Could not get in. There was The lines were too long. They don't have enough people. So they had to go at 4.50 this morning to get in line and now four hours later they're getting ready to take the test. Good grief. You better freaking pass it. <laughs> That's talk about, right.
1: That's right. Talk
0: about pressure and mm-hmm. coming back in but Kelly will be in tomorrow as long as I, I guess her daughter gets this license. Yeah, if and not she, doesn't, she might be there again. And she doesn't have to sit in another damn long line but
1: uh,
0: go figure. I, I know a lot of things in this world are falling apart. I never would have thought it would come to getting your damn driver's license no. at the DMV. So uh, once again... I I know it can be a thankless job, so hopefully uh, people are respectful I know <laughs> to those men and women who are giving the test.
1: Yeah, they're getting so <clears throat> abused.
0: Oh my gosh. Um lots to get to. Had to get that out there. This is cancel this, cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, pro Joe, of course, taking care of business. We got Mark Schmitz, uh, friend of the show in house. Uh Mark, good morning, man. Good to see you uh in studio. Um how how's life treating you?
4: Well, this month is always a rough month, uh, being the second uh, anniversary of uh, Liz and Jared back in uh, Kabul. So,
0: it Was, was been, last
4: week the two-year the two anniversary? No, it's coming up on the 26th. So the, last week, uh, well, the 16th is when we actually entered Kabul, uh, when Jared landed there. So he was there for 10 days until he was killed.
0: Um, for those who don't know the story, because we are a national uh, show, I know most people locally know Mark Schmidt, all the work that he has been out trying to do uh, for his son, Jared Schmidt, uh, who was murdered, and I'll say that, at the Kabul or Kabul airport in Afghanistan during our horrific embarrassment of a withdrawal. And then, of course, uh, if that wasn't bad enough, the families were victimized a second time with untruths, as they will tell you, and, and all the families, lies, even two years later. Uh, some of this was chronicled just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I saw a lot of it on Fox News, where there were some families, and you've certainly done your fair share of speaking over the years, Mark, talking about still, to this date, over two years later, not only not getting answers, and all the families are saying the same thing, but now reports of marines there who actually allegedly didn't die in the explosion taken other places and somehow unalived other places is that true too
4: yes the uh pentagon told the vast majority of us that our kids died on impact uh it was instant and after testimony from some of the marines that were there uh in particular taylor hoover for example um was handing out his ammunition uh his mags to his brothers um, as he was laying there bleeding out. Um, I believe it was Dylan Marola that actually made it to the triage, um, still alive and bleeding out. And um, they said he was killed instantly. So the autopsy reports, for example, all mentioned, um, no mention of ball bearings. It was unidentifiable metal fragments. Well, after their mysterious imperfect uh, investigation, Uh, the autopsies were um, the report was changed and everything was screaming ball bearings well now we have uh, refuted evidence that from the marines that were there there was gunfire after the explosion so this makes it a complex attack not just a, a lone suicide bomber and the pentagon of course is doubling down and saying that never happened well lo and behold i have video from Afghans that were there that prove otherwise. So I'm actually flying back to DC on the 29th, 28th to um, sit at a round table on the 29th uh, to go over some of this and demand uh, the answers that we are rightfully owed. I think the American public, especially the veterans that served in this 20 year war, deserved uh, to know as well. So uh, we just don't get it. I mean, why, why the why the cover up? Um, you know, are they just trying to save the jobs of, of certain military uh Uh, higher-ups because there was a lot of screw-ups despite what biden says as it being an extraordinary success was an absolute joke Um, in particular in our crosshairs right now is whitehead lieutenant colonel whitehead he's the one that uh, could not give tyler vargas andrews permission to take the uh, take the bomber out he was a sniper
0: and he had a shot as we know now correct numerous times
4: yeah and uh, he could not give him permission left the tower to supposedly go get permission, well, from my understanding, that never got to the generals. That never got to his higher ups. So where the hell did he go? What was he doing? Um, you know, there was an opportunity for a drone strike and they, uh, the DOD denied that opportunity. Apparently it was a, a gathering of ISIS that they could have taken out, which in fact, this is a complex attack, which it certainly looks like it was, that may have prevented the uh, post-blast shooting that was going on so you know i'm actually in the works right now a lot of the parents kind of have their own little jobs uh in investigating this but my connection is with the afghans i've been dealing with one in particular here locally and he's very very well connected with a lot of afghans that are coming here um still some aren't here yet i spoke to him last night there was one that was injured uh, in the blast too and he's not here yet but he's coming to st louis to live So it'd be interesting to get to know him and and talk to him more in more detail, but we're not going to stop. This this is ridiculous that, uh, that, you know, you're going to cover up uh, a screw up versus protect those lives that are still serving our country right now. That's what scares the hell out of us is we got a leader that can't lead and uh, we've got military that are at risk every time that he's in office, every day that he's in office. Mark, I'm curious, do you, and
0: I hope this is the case and it doesn't make it any easier, but... Do you feel more like this was just a massive screw-up, or do you think something more sinister was at play?
4: I've heard theories on both. It certainly was a screw-up. There's no doubt about it. I'm 100% convinced the debacle in Afghanistan actually started July 1, when Biden decided to ignore all of the officials that were relaying information to him on the pros and cons of staying at Bagram versus HKIA. And if you looked at the laundry list of the pros versus cons, HKIA lost all Mm -hmm. day long. I mean, there's no reason. Other than for the proximity of the diplomats that were there, that was the only positive or the only pro for using HKIA. But that only uh, benefited the the diplomats that we had there at the embassy. So... That was mistake number one. That was the lead domino that knocked all the rest of them down, leading up until the twenty uh, sixth. Um, you know, he had this this uh, this date of uh, September eleventh as his magic date to get the hell out of there, and that, that's just absolutely ridiculous. That's straight up politics. Uh, that's a that's a photo op uh, moment. That's that's all that was, and it put the risks, the uh, lives of our of our warriors at risk, and obviously thirteen of them we lost in addition to one hundred and seventy or so. Uh, afghan lives
0: what frustrates me about the whole situation is i don't know if you're ever going to get answers and i think you know that but that doesn't mean you're going to stop doing anything to promote jared or promote the other marines that went through what they did that day and the families that are going on and and anybody that's in the st louis metropolitan area should know you by now and what you try to do to help veterans to help anything with the red white and blue all led in regards to the effort through your son jared Smith. what do you have going on these days
4: well, this weekend, Saturday, is our second annual Ride for Jared. Um, last year, we were unable to make it. I didn't organize it, but uh, we were out of town for, for the uh, obvious uh, anniversary. This year, we wanted to make sure we were in town. So Saturday, we're doing a Ride for Jared at noon in Troy, Missouri, and it's got four stops. Uh, I think we are up to an ungodly amount of vehicles this year, so that's awesome. We've already coordinated with the local police to help with escorts. And, um Bennett family of companies out of Joplin, Missouri, was uh, kind enough to loan us their uh, 53-foot truck of patriotism. It's actually a a semi that's fully wrapped with all 13 images, their names, uh, of the heroes we lost back in uh, Kabul. So that'll be their leading the pack, which is going to really turn some heads on the highway, I'm sure.
1: And is this event that children can come to? One of my listeners is saying they want to know if it's child-friendly since it's at bars.
4: Yeah, I mean, this isn't an event to go get sloshed. This is an event to to throw some back, uh, to cheers to, to our military, to our veteran communities, to Jared, uh, to the rest of the 13 that we lost as well. You know, this is a, this is a patriotic event. Um, my kids are going to be there. I've got plenty of other friends that are coming with their kids. So, yeah, it's, it's kid-friendly for sure. Mark,
0: once again, how can people find out more information about that?
4: They can go to our website, uh, www.thefreedom13.org.
0: Two years since that happened. um, What kind of emotions, thoughts? I mean, we're told that time can heal a lot. But at the same point in time, we also know that some things never change. Your feelings now coming up on an anniversary of this.
4: It doesn't get easier. It gets a little different. Um, you know, I think we've accepted the fact that we will never see Jared again until until we get to heaven and see him there. But now it's, um, you know, my level of pride from day one has has only grown, and it continues to on a daily basis um i'm trying to do what i think jared would want me to do which is to carry on their legacy and and help their brothers and sisters and all branches all veterans across the board and that's why we started the freedom 13 um you know there's day i, I grieve in private I, you know there's days i'll a, tr- a song will come on the radio i'm driving down the highway and i'm bawling like a baby and then there's other days i'm just laughing and having a great time so every day is different um the hurt never goes away the the hole that's there in your life can never be filled um, it's just a balancing act at this point because you've got I've got other kids and you know they, they need my love and attention as well so it's that's probably the most challenging part because I'm, I'm running two businesses plus a non-profit and uh, trying to make sure that my daughters and, and my sons are, are uh, doing okay on a daily basis it becomes a challenge but um, you know it, it's one that I'll, I'll never stop and And I look forward to doing every day.
0: Well, nobody knows what you're going through. It's impossible for anybody to know how you feel. Because uh, everybody has their own personal relationships with their family members, even parents who've lost other loved ones. All we can say is um, we can imagine how you feel. I see you out working your ass off. As a matter of fact, I'm grateful for one of our show sponsors, Wentey's. As a matter of fact, the last time I saw you was at Winty's. Mm-hmm. Um, They're one of the org- – and you have several – I mean, not just Wentey's. There are several organizations and bars and restaurants and businesses that try to help you. I just happened to be at Winty's and I saw you there uh, working your tail off sweating uh, literally not there sitting down relaxing they're sweating racing around trying to raise money for all of your causes um and uh i don't know i'm just grateful that uh, you give us time to come in and talk about what's going on
4: yeah the guys at wente's are great they've uh, they've been in our top three donors um out of the pub crawl that we have every year in february uh wente's has been one of the top three donors in in both years that we've held, held that so that's another event that we do every year but um So stay tuned for that. But I'm sure Wendy's will be involved in that and and they're going to give you a run for their, for, their, for your money, for sure, because they definitely come hard. <laughs>
1: yeah, they
4: do. Uh, do you have anything else, Lizzie, before we let them go? Or
1: Well, there are so many people that is right around the St. Charles County area, St. Louis, as well as all around the nation that want to send you love, prayers. We don't understand how you feel, but we do back you. We do appreciate you. And your son's service was not in vain. We very much appreciate you.
4: Well, thank you.
0: I it's appreciate it. Thefreedom13.org. Once again, check out Mark Schmitz and thefreedom13.org. Before you go, can we throw you a shout out if you wanted to um, from a business standpoint, what your other businesses are and if people wanted to support those businesses, Mark?
4: Sure. Uh, I'm actually a professional photographer, videographer, and a drone pilot. I own the company Wide Eye, the letter I, Photo. So it's wideeyephoto.com. Uh, we specialize in real estate and architectural photography, but we do all sorts, marketing, products, et cetera. And then I also uh, bought a existing business, which is like a food truck, but you take all the food off of it and now you've got yourself a mobile bar. So we actually own a mobile bar business and you can go to mobiledrinks.com for information on that. But we host, are we are uh, the caterer for many, many corporate events, uh, huge municipality events. I believe we are the biggest truck in the area for, uh, for being a, a, an adult drink beverage catering company. So it's a fun, a fun side gig. And both of those businesses enable me to set up little packages to actually donate to our own uh, nonprofit as well. So, um, you know, it's a great way to, to do that. My wife has her own insurance company, so she owns her own business as well, Brightside Insurance. So she's, she's always trying to come up with ways that they can donate back into the cause as well too.
0: Mark Schmitz, thanks again for taking time with us today to promote the event, and uh, please keep us uh, in contact of everything that's going on. We'll pass along messages, and uh, you're always welcome here.
4: Great, thank you, sir.
0: All right, thanks again, Mark Schmitz. uh, We were just talking about everything that was going on with that situation, support if you can. um, And and those kind of things happen. You just try not to let them ever just be forgotten about. Um, It's easy when it comes to all the craziness that happens in this world, the daily stories that continue to happen day after day after day. And then of course, Mark Schmitz and his family doing everything that they can uh, to make sure that Jared's memory and those of the 13 Marines never is forgotten. And, of course, trying to help out anybody and everybody they possibly can um, throughout this country uh, with our red, white, and blue, uh, promoting everything that we have from that standpoint. So, anyway, this is CancelThisCancelTheShow.com. We do interviews like that. We try to bring as much information as we possibly can out there. Um, Lizzie is putting up a uh, – are you putting up a flag? Is it? I am. She's putting up a new flag, too. We'll show it in a two-shot. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Joe. Uh, the freedom, That's the Freedom 13 flag, as you can see. An outstanding flag. The stars, the stripes, the F-13. Uh, that goes on that two-shot right there. Um, we're grateful for Mark coming in and sharing a little bit about what's going on. It's a somber situation, especially, first of all, when something like that happens, a tragedy. But, two when you can't get answers, it makes it even more difficult because you're always like, what if? What happened? What really did? What were the final moments of my son or my daughter? How did this actually occur? Why isn't my country telling me the truth? Why can't we get straight answers? Why is it just not me that believes this or thinks this, but it's all 13 families? Why don't the stories add up? Why does the president not care? Why is the president standing on a tarmac looking at his watch while our bodies of our loved ones are arriving? Um, All of those things pull in to a mind of a parent. That lost somebody.
1: Absolutely. And any time, even if it's not tragic. Like I know my dad died. That was and,
0: President Biden, by the way.
1: And and he, and when they when you die, you want answers and you cannot let it go. And when your your child is fighting for the country, and it was absolutely an unnecessary death. You know, I've talked to Mark and I know you have before, and, and it is unnecessary that they died. So that has to hurt so much. And you know, and we put the flag up up and um, he brought it here and he knew that I would put it up and he knew that Vic would, would be happy to do so too and that's a reminder for the rest of the month of August I'm going to leave it up that these 13 did not die in vain that we appreciate our military that we have to support our military and if you see anyone and there are people that are more on the left side of the aisle that do not appreciate our military and that's fine because our well it isn't fine in my opinion it isn't fine but people like the 13 here that died for our freedoms are the reason that they can act rude to police officers and act rude to our military but we freedom fighters we patriots cannot do that we cannot stay quiet we have to keep talking we have to keep honoring the 13 and and all of our you know our vietnam veterans and and all and all of our veterans we have got to support them and never stop talking about it
0: that's Lizzie Sparks. I'm Vic Faust, Projo here. We're cancel this, cancel the show.com. Like, subscribe, share the show. You can go onto our website to find all of our platforms. Uh, just continue to let people know what we do here. We appreciate it. If you have information, you have stories, you have interview ideas, let us know if anything's happening with you on a daily basis. Give us a shout out. We appreciate you being a part of our live show, which is Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, but you can always catch it. And all of our episodes at cancel the show.com. We started, and it's kind of a weird mix when you go from a story like that to what we're going to now but promoting uh what's happening and there is hope even after losing 27 billion dollars and falling Mm -hmm. out of the top 15 beers for bud light um billy bush who started to make the rounds first of all he did an interview with tmz Mm -hmm. and i credit tmz for interviewing him then he did a podcast with tommy lauren uh and on tommy's podcast said (laughs) That he wants to buy back Bud Light. I
1: would love that. I would
0: love it. He has it. voluntarily offered to buy back Bud Light. Um, he says it's clear that the young woke advertiser, mm-hmm. or the, people, the public relations team, young wokesters have no idea what they're doing. They don't know who their brand is. They don't know who they're selling to. I do know who we sold to. I do know where we can. I can rescue this brand uh, if they would sell it back to me.
1: Yes, I would. And if he owned it, I would buy it. The other day, I went downstairs in my refrigerator. And we have an alcohol refrigerator. And we hadn't been in- What is that? well it's like we have a refrigerator that's just stocked with every kind of alcohol <laughs> it's you called can the imagine. alcohol refrigerator it is it is called the adult <laughs> beverage refrigerator stay out yes and so it's always stocked so when people come over of every different kind but I haven't looked in it in a while because I've had different adults can you take a picture and bring
0: one in tomorrow I want to see the alcohol I, ab- refrigerator. That, I absolutely that, that, would. serious business right it is there. it is a whole refrigerator, a whole refrigerator
1: <laughs> to alcohol and one of my kids even one time said mom you don't even drink that much are you an alcoholic and I'm like no just at the beginning of each summer I stock it and then at the end you know just give it away or throw it away because we don't drink it but we have a lot of friends that come over well i didn't stock it this year because i had adult kids living in there and they were in and out of the refrigerator and i looked in there and the only beer left in that refrigerator that i stocked last summer was bud light it's like the the rest of the country (laughs) yes i just thought that was so funny my husband and i just laughed and he's like they're probably skunk beer now we can't drink it but he's like We did stock Bud Light prior to this. We did have it because we had a lot of friends. As long as it was in, not the can, but in the bottle, we had a lot of friends that would drink Bud Light and it's just still sitting in there from last summer because nobody will drink it. But I will buy it if Billy Bush...
0: Will you please go get... Will you please take a picture?
1: Yes, I will. I will. Take a picture. It's just, yeah, we stock it with everything, you, every kind of beer, every kind of whatever. Wine coolers, all that kind of stuff.
0: Well, I mean, Bud Light's already sold, I think it was last week we said, what, eight labels to yeah. a cannabis company? And, you know, just get out. Hey, why not sell it back if Billy Bush is serious? And Billy is. Yeah. I mean, Billy's had a lot of headlines, and um, he'll attack things. Um, it's Think about how things change so fast. I believe it was it was 2009 when the Bush family sold. Anheuser-Busch to InBev, a Brazilian company, right? I think it was a Brazilian Brazilian, yeah. Brazilian company. And, you know, it was fine for a while. I mean, the best ads were pre-2009. But um, anyway, I would love and a lot of us would love to see uh, that, that work out. And we all know, I mean, St. Louis is associated and will forever be associated with A.B., Uh, It was a St. Louis brand. And a lot of people losing jobs, less hours, losing money because of what a dumbass young woman who was clueless tried to do. And I don't care if it had anything to do with uh, ESG scores and BlackRock and all the conspiracy stuff. The Mm -hmm. bottom line is they made the mistake. They doubled down on it. They tripled down on it. They quadrupled down on it, which is why I doubt they would allow Billy Bush to come in and save the day.
1: I agree. Because they don't want to admit they were wrong. And and so many people would go back to buying that product, whether you like it or so. not. It, and,
0: and a lot of people that I talk to say, well, it's really not that great of a product. And I'm not trying to be
1: right, mean. right. I know. I'm
0: just saying like, oh, we just did it because it was like for vodka drinkers. A lot of people drink vodka. Just give me a Tito's and whatever. Because it's like, yeah, whatever. Tito's.
5: At this point, it almost looks like they're purposely dragging that brand down.
0: It does. It I'm does. with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh,
0: but I don't know if they would do it. That's why if I had to go out on the fence, I would say they're not going to, to sell it to Billy. Correct. Um, because he already said he would make the brand go back up.
5: It's such a traditional like product. I, I think they're trying to get a, get rid of everything traditional.
0: What do you mean? Just You mean um, anything yeah. American? Anything that, that uh, um,
5: yeah, anything that America holds near and dear to their heart, they're trying to destroy. Bud Light? Apple pie, right. Chevrolet. Yes. It really Apple does pie is next. Like
0: <laughs>
5: uh,
0: those, yeah, no, those things can happen. Um, anyway, Billy, regardless of what happens, I appreciate that he has come uh, to the forefront to tell those stories. I haven't seen if any local people, local news channels in the St. Louis area have done anything with them. Uh, they should. They should be focusing on the bullshit that this company uh, put out there in regards to what they did to it. You know, so Billy's out saying, Hey, let me have a shot. I'll do it. And he's a hustler. That guy's a hustler. I shared my story with him before when I was at one of my favorite places, sportsman's in the Ladue area. I walk in to pick up lunch and in a matter of 30 seconds, he's got me doing a taste test on beer. <laughs> I'm like, like what Billy? It's like, I start to sweat because I'm worried I'm not going to choose his craft dig. Over what was some, I don't know what other product it was. Thankfully, I chose his his crafting product and I was scared to death to give an answer. Um, But he's that kind of guy. He is very charismatic, he's very well spoken, and he would take that brand back up in a heartbeat, start, he would apologize, and it would be a masterclass in advertising, it would be a masterclass in marketing, it would be a masterclass in how you go humble. When you make mistakes, you know, apologize, be humble. The problem is the current AB and Bev doesn't believe that they've made a mistake. No, they, they did it on purpose. They're continuing to push through. And Annette. I do agree with you, I liked Craftig as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they just they had to overcome a lot of factors as you learn with businesses. It's not easy, trust me, I know running this business it's not easy. Um, that's why you just got to keep at it day after day after day. Anthony says, Craftig eh, was all right, but that's why I don't think they'll sell it because it would come back and it would make them look even worse. It
1: would, it would.
0: And I don't know anything about ABN Bev, but clearly they're not the kind of company that Anheuser Busch was. Not, not at all. the company that built the brand that they did. Not the company that bought into the St. Louis Cardinals. Not the company that became an iconic St. Louis brand, national brand, international brand. ABN Bev has other plans. And I think it's clear to see what has happened from that standpoint. Uh, this is Cancel This, Cancel This Did you see new polling? New polling. Yes. Trump is rocking and rolling, mm-hmm. guys. I bet Trump would he'd drink a Bud Light. Well, he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink. But if he drank he would.
1: I think he would have a party and and he would buy all the Bud Light and McDonald's all at the same time and invite us rednecks over, and we would be having such a great time if Billy Bush bought it back.
0: You know what? It makes me think. I can't remember, Joe, if I sent you the video, or if it was Lizzie, or if it was you a couple days ago, of what was going on at Sturgis. Did we have that video in oh, here? yeah. Did you send that video? I, I don't recall. I did. Yeah. I send
1: the video, and I'll have to find it. But anyway, yeah, at yeah, Sturgis, a friend of mine was there and actually took a picture of it <laughs> and and, every, and it was packed and everybody was buying beer, but the Bud Light booth oh, yeah, was yeah, yeah. empty. So if you can find that, Joe. I thought
0: I sent it to you, but I guess I didn't. But um, anyway, at Sturgis, yes. wide open, wide nobody open. going to the Bud Light no. tents. Um, and
1: the people were dejected and they even said, is business picking up? And this cute, nice looking guy was like, oh yeah, it's picking up. But it wasn't. There wasn't a soul in it, and they crickets. had this huge area. Crickets, and you know Sturgis. It's just packed with people. And people, people that ride Harley's are not going to drink Bud Light anymore. They're just not, and it's sad for the employees. It really is. But I don't. I don't drink it anymore. And Cr- I'd by the pool and drink it.
0: Chris says, "Well, the former CIA employee whose ABC CEO has doubled down." And tried to only throw a bone after the controversy, with their appeasement campaign. Correct. They're, that's why they wouldn't sell it. Um, that's why I think something sinister is at play, and while they're doing, it, while they're doing nothing, and they have just kind of slowly strangled it, left Absolutely. it. Slowly. No, 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 no heartbeat left. Aaron says AB InBev outsourced everything other than just straight up brewing of beer. When they did, they lost the touch with the flyover country. Just ask their customer base. Yeah, which is what Billy was talking about. They literally lost. Once again, they lost uh, their value. They lost who their customer base was. Anthony also says, maybe the cards can switch to Yingling as a sponsor and actually win. Maybe go get pitching. Sorry, we won't turn it into a sports show too much today. But those are some of the things that are going on. (laughs) But I mean, seriously, think about that. my daughter, um, she works at a bar in Columbia, Missouri. I saw her yesterday when we were up at Mizzou. And she's like, Dad, or, and it was funny how she said it. Um, she's like, are you f- like, are you familiar with what's going on with Bud Light? <laughs> I was right. like, honey, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we t- we've talked about it.
1: Every day. No,
0: we've talked about it a lot.
1: But your kids are not going to watch mm. the show. I only have one of my kids that watch it religiously because it's like My awkward. kids' friends
0: watch the right. show. Right, my
1: kids' friends do, and only one of my kids, because they just don't like to watch I gave mom. a
0: cancel hat, a cancel this hat, and a cancel this shirt to um, my son's, he's got two friends that yeah. love the show. They're, love soph- they're sophomores in high school. That's awesome. And they were watching it from the time we were freshmen, too, moving through, and I was like really? You like it? He's like, yeah, man, I listened to it in class. So I was like, oh, dear God. And um, (laughs) that's hysterical.
1: That's hysterical. I love it. It's fun when your kids are like, my daughter worked at an ice cream stand and she's like, mom, it got so old because people would come up and go, oh, Sparks is Lizzie Sparks from Cancel This, your mom. And she's like, yes, yes.
0: (laughs) So my daughter brought up the Bud Light. And uh, so we talked about that for a little bit. Her, my uh, middle son, and i were talking about the bud light situation and i said did you guys have an issue here in a college town too because columbia missouri is like yeah. a lot of college towns i mean there's a there's a lot of liberal leaning people yeah and younger people And we've talked about the younger base, whether they care, whether they don't care. Do they actually know facts? Is it peer pressure? Is it social media and all of those things? And my daughter said, yeah, like the Bud Light totally went dead for a long time. Nobody." But she's like, you know what, Dad, in last week? She's like, we had more people ordering it. And I said, was it a specific few people? Do you know? Was it groups of people? And she's like, no, it was like, I think some regulars. Okay. That just, okay. They, liked they, they the just taste like it, and they yeah. like it, and they didn't care. She's like, but mm-hmm. they started to sell a little bit more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done our own surveys around yeah. the area; almost every place saw the dip and still sees the dip as yeah. we are into the middle of August right now, mm-hmm. uh, with no <laughs> end in sight for Bud Light. And of course, that story goes more full stream because of the situation that we have now with Billy Bush trying to offer. To buy it all up. Um, Yeah, and it makes you think, okay, we'll see what we can get done there.
5: So thanks to David (coughs) Sparks, he sent us uh, pictures of that refrigerator. Oh, we've got it already? Okay.
0: Okay, let me set it back up for all of our listeners. This is the alcohol refrigerator. What do you guys call it? Just the alcohol fridge? We call it the adult beverage refrigerator. The adult beverage Beverage refrigerator. And 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 you trust your kids not to go in there and do anything?
1: I, I let my kids, as long as they drink at home they can drink it as long as they're like 16, 17 <laughs> where, or wait, older. Because is, you know it's not against the law.
0: Okay, where's the adult beverages refrigerator put?
1: It's downstairs. We have like a little apartment downstairs and that's where it's at.
0: What kind of beer is that? Shock Top? Yeah. Is that Shock Top? Yeah, we
1: have a lot of Shock Top. But you can see a, there's some fall because I didn't restock it this year with the adults down there. So, but yeah, we like, well, Shock Top is I think wait, an eight Is that
0: one. beer from last year? Yeah. I want okay. to see all the Bud Light that's left over.
1: Yeah, you'll see some Bud Light left over
0: is okay i got gotcha. you we got all kinds of beer. now do you guys have an actual bar, too? or Not
1: really. No, we don't really have a bar, unfortunately. It's just like a little kitchen with a little family room and ping pong table and all that kind of stuff.
0: Aaron says, remember that college kids will buy whatever's the cheapest. They will. They will. And, and I remember that. Tranheiser is giving coupons yes. Yes. for free. Butt wipe. Not surprised if it gets bought yeah. up in a college town. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that makes sense. I get it. Um, but... There's a, I mean, you know, one of the worst beers ever is this Bush Light crap stuff that's out there. And Bush Derek, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I used to
1: like I, Derek, but now I am in love with Derek. And when he comes in here
0: in a bit, Derek, you get, why don't come you in hop, here, Derek. Here. Just tap on in. Um, Derek drinks Bud Light. Yeah. Or excuse hop on me, in. but no. Well, don't this we, is Can, why we, can we set him up him. on a shot before we? Yeah. Um, I was teasing, but what if for? Whatever reason, the kids drink Bush Light. And when I say kids, Mm -hmm. I I say high school kids, college kids, they drink. I'm just telling you, and I know it, at least in the St. Louis metropolitan area, because I've witnessed it for three years.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can go over there. For
0: three freaking years. Bush Light was the choice. Not Bud Light. It was Bush Light.
1: Yeah. I remember the Bush Light days. Coors Light. I like Coors Light, too. and. Yeah,
6: because bush light tastes good. That's why.
1: Because see now, look at Derek. He makes an entrance anywhere he goes, and people will either love Derek, like I do, or you might not so much because he walks around with shirts like that. I actually,
0: I actually have a personal in trunks too. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay, yeah. I love it. I love. Aaron it. says bush light is the butt wipe leftovers <laughs> <laughs> at the at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I mean, if you okay, you know
6: how we always used to do the acronyms back in the day. So, if you think about it, uh, the the Bush, you know, the Bush brand, is brewed under several Clydesdale horses.
1: Oh, my gosh, that's
0: funny. (laughs) Of course. Oh, that's funny. Uh, You're Mr. Pool Guy Uh, on TikTok, and you have done more for Bush Light in promoting that brand without getting paid or having a marketing contract or an advertising contract than anybody I've ever seen. But think about this way, Vic. Um,
6: You know, the koozie that I. uh, that i use in every one of those uh, shots uh-huh i have two of those koozies uh the one is the uh the regular bush latte you know for us <laughs> for us you know um more astute drinkers the bush <laughs> latte uh but then you also have the uh the the, the uh, john deere corn one those are the two that i was just doing a test run on uh on the koozies and everything which uh cheap plug here we will have the uh, the cancel this koozie's coming no it's not uh, a cheap coming, plug come, Wait, we're com- trying to well, promote no, it no, we no, said
0: well, you were going to be in studio no, to no. talk today
6: uh, we got we got we got uh, things going on matter of fact i was uh, working on a little bit of things on the uh, shopify uh, store last night uh, along with alex uh, but uh like you were saying in my tiktok videos uh, i've sold more of those things just from people asking where where i got them from so
0: i guess you know in a way bush lights kind of but s- serious question. You don't have any problem drink because you're against Bud Light one hundred percent.
6: Okay, so here's so what, it, you
0: have no issue drinking Bush Light. It, it's not that I.
6: Uh, it's not that I. I'm against Bush Light. Uh, do I? Do I uh, go with the BS that they're putting out there? You know, uh, all the movement that they're pushing. Uh, no, I don't agree with it at all. At all, it's it's stupid. Um, you know why take a brand down the road to where you're destroying it like they are? Uh, as for you know me personally, I, I understand that you know the the movement has has made a huge difference on their sales and everything.
0: Well, I can tell you this much: my son, who's a freshman in college, said where he's been at parties and things, he's like there is no Bud Light. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> no I, I, well, uh, I'm just you, telling you I'm, you. I'm giving you it straight from the people themselves the the college kids and the high school kids going into college they're they're not drinking Bud Light they're not drinking Bud Light and if you look at it they're not even drinking AB products
1: right like, at
6: all I mean really? Bush yeah. Light they are well I mean th- those that are I'm i talking like the hardcore I'm not you know I'm not with this at all I mean they're they're rejecting AB completely but yeah for some reason Bush Light uh, and even Bush has really made a a huge uh, you know impact I don't, I don't know if you want to call it an impact but it's it's actually risen but it, uh i have a sister that lives on the east coast and so the bud light uh bud light but select here in st louis you get a 30 pack for you know 18 19 bucks depending if it's on sale the bush and bush light on the east coast was like the premier beer yeah well, uh p- so you you'd be paying more you know here bush and bush light matter of fact Speaking of uh, beer fridges, mm-hmm. I have a, uh, a beer machine at my house.
1: Oh, so you had to one-up me. No, no, I'm not, I'm not one-upping
6: <laughs> you, but... The only I, beer machine that I know is a keg. Oh, no, no. I have an old Pepsi machine.
1: Oh, so you put cold I have, beer in there. Have, oh, that's the best. I have...
6: Uh, three of the six spots dedicated to... Well, you need to take light. a
0: picture you and do. send it to us. I, so that I, we can, I might even have a picture of my phone. I love we'll take it. You can that. see that. Yeah. I love uh, Derek that. Pratt is coming in. He'll be here during the nine o'clock hour with us today. I got to race out uh, to get some other things done from that standpoint. But um, before I did leave, if you get a, you got to bring a picture into that. Yeah, you does. I had to get this, yeah, the, this, this polling out. Rasmussen poll. They only pulled about 230 people, but it's still down the middle polling. Trump, 60% in the Republican primary. It goes up and up and up. Mm-hmm. But the big thing about this was the Vec Remezweme overtook Ron DeSantis. He had like 13. I mean, that's wow. the set. 13. Yeah. Per, he, he was number. I that. Now, Ron DeSantis fans will be like, oh, they only did so many people. I can already hear it coming. Yeah. Or, oh, you yeah. really can't trust Rasmussen. But DeSantis dropped to third. Not second, third. And it's also interesting because Ramizweme also is bringing in the highest, and this according to Fox and Rasmussen, the highest number of independent voters. He, wow. He's, yeah, which was fascinating to me because he has also gone as far as to say you should not be allowed to vote no matter how old you are unless you pass a civics test. I don't
6: see a problem with that. I don't see a
0: problem with that <laughs> And either. he's also the guy that just went viral for talking down a, quote, pansexual who tried to gotcha moment with a video camera shooting him from a tree, and he talks so eloquently saying, listen, you're going to come after me because I don't agree with you, but yet I'm the guy that's intolerant, is basically what he said over a three-minute period, and he's the guy that has risen in the Rasmussen poll. Now, in the Fox News polling, they have him down in a third tier, where the second tier is still ron desantis and tim scott which i don't believe for one second but anyway uh this all polling coming out after the latest indictments which have only and i repeat only put trump into a much higher position yet again i'm just waiting for them to come out with
6: the uh the punch card, the uh, indictment punch card. So if you yes, get like yes, six yes, indictments, yes. you get the seventh one Bingo! For, for right. free. Bingo!
1: Right? Wouldn't that be great? Indictment? Wouldn't that be great? The, the,
6: the Trump indictment card. Get you know. Yes. Five indictments. Get your sixth one free.
1: Yes, uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. And you know they were—they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop giving indictments. They're not going to stop. They want that man behind bars. Yeah. But period. But,
6: but, <laughs> they're helping him.
0: <laughs> that's the they are. They're helping for sure. Well, I don't know if they want him behind bars. Yeah. Of course they would love to see. I that. think they, they do. They don't want him to run.
1: Well, yeah, that's their biggest because thing. none of this would they be happening. They want them happening. to quit. You're exactly um, right.
0: If it was, if it was, you know, if it was up to them, correct, um, correct. So the, the polling that you're going to continue to see polling that comes out, I just found it fascinating that we had that coming out. That it was all about Trump, 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 Trump. He continues to move forward. Uh, and the other part that I felt was interesting with the Fox News polling, just for Republicans, is that Latinos that they polled heavier and heavier towards trump mm-hmm. and less and less towards biden that's understandable. and that that's a fascinating topic considering how much we talk about border now i don't know who's taking their calls right are right. these legal hispanics that are taking the calls probably or is there probably you know, not illegals that are yeah. running around even though they have brand new cell phones courtesy of joe biden mm-hmm. uh and everything else um i don't know
6: but could it be El
0: Derrico on the
6: phone too?
1: Yeah, could yeah. it be? I th-
6: there's be? there's times when I've taken uh I I've, I've taken those types of uh, What do you mean El Derrico? You know, the Hispanic version of Derek. Oh, oh my God! I believe me. There's been times where (laughs) Uh because he
1: pretends to be Hispanic and answers the phone. It's
6: one of those things. My my dad was a big big fun one with this. You'll get that spam phone call. Yeah. And my dad actually had his own spam persona. He named the guy Ralph Kamagachi. I don't ask me why, (laughs) but it was hilarious. You know, whenever, you know, and and to the point. What did Ralph
0: Kamagachi
6: do? uh, Ralph Kamagachi was a retired businessman worth millions of dollars. Of course. I mean, you know, it's, it was my, my dad's persona to screw it. And he would sit there on the phone for 30, 45 minutes. And then at the end of it, you know, he'd just be like, gotcha.
1: Gotcha! That is pretty funny.
0: That's pretty uh, Derek funny. Pratt's in studio. Lizzie Sparks is here. I'm Vic Faust. we got Pro Joe in the house. Uh, you guys got several topics to to cover coming up. I mean, there's still a lot of things that... Uh, Joe Biden had another creepy moment yesterday. We'll play that for you guys after the break. I sent that to Joe, too. Uh, the guy can't get out of his own damn no, way. No, he can't. He can't. Um, you know, there's another group, uh, if you guys want to get into it, they, there's a group suing the state of Washington's governor. Mm-hmm over a bill where he literally thinks it's okay for parents to let minors get sex changes without consent. Uh, You guys got to talk about that. Oh, we We totally do. And there's a police video that I sent Joe too, regarding evidence of what police are going through on a daily Mm -hmm. basis, yet Mm -hmm. again, this coming from Long Island, where an officer was able to use their car to stop a, a thugette this time. Once again, When police say they have guns drawn on them, Mm -hmm. when... it, you have to believe them because we see more and more cases of this stuff happening over and over. And that's why I'm a big believer in video showing because yes. if you didn't have video, who knows what would happen happened to the Connecticut female officer the other day, yes. or this officer that would have had bullets shot through the windshield of his vehicle. And then of course the situation in St. Louis that we showed just three months ago, where an entire community of St. Louis city, including the community leader swore to God, this poor good boy was such a good young man never had any issues would never point a cop at police and then we have video of this man running from police shooting at police and he never turned a gun at police and that and that when police ran him over in a car they were horrible they were racist blah 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 and then of course the video showed it was all a lie yes it was all a lie and most of the time it is a lie every now and then you do have a situation with police Very small few, and -hmm. we have statistics to prove it. Now, the more video that's shown, you start to see, you can't believe it when people are saying this. Where's the video? Let's go to it. Don't run, comply. Don't run, comply. Don't run, comply. Stop making excuses. Mm -hmm. Don't run, comply. And then you don't have any issues. It's interesting how those video receipts Mm kind of come back and bite them, huh? Yep. Well, Well, it's starting to, and that's why, I mean, I love to see it because, you know, I mean- And regardless of the whole situation with George Floyd and people not liking it or thinking it's fake or real and all the other conspiracy theories out there, you know what? At least we had video to see what happened. Mm -hmm. So it was easier to accept that officer for for many people because you had video of seeing what actually happened. Um, That's why I'm a big believer guy. Got to have the video, the video, video. Guys, I got to jump out of here, but we'll be back with an awesome show. For the nine o'clock hour, and of course, we're to promote Kelly Mano tomorrow. Is Eric coming in again? Do we have Eric?
1: Yes, yes, Eric. I believe he's coming in. I will remind him, but he wants to come in with Kelly.
0: Okay, Kelly Mano. Uh, we'll get into more of that driver's license debacle I mean, debacle. I don't know if you heard us earlier. I did. As a matter okay. of fact, and I will talk uh, about it more. I was, I was listening to on the way over. Uh, here. She had to get in line at four fifty this morning with lawn chairs. Literally, when they opened the gates, kids mm-hmm. like sprint out of their cars. And race in to get in line in St. Charles County. Wow. But we were told if you go to Baldwin or Jefferson County, uh, there's no lines at the DMV. You can go in and test for your license.
6: There's very few license, uh, actual driver's portions, uh, places there. My daughter's turning 15 tomorrow, and uh, she's really excited to take her test to get her uh, permit. And uh, I believe she's going to be taking it down in the Pacific area. So, yeah, find those outlier areas. I mean, even if you have to drive down to Ralla, I mean, it's only an hour drive away. Why not? To Ralla?
0: Why not? Okay, I guess I would never do that, but I guess if it was a four hour wait. Got to wait four hours. Might
6: as well take the one hour drive. Might as well take the one (laughs) hour drive.
0: Uh, Guys, we'll take a quick break. Check out our sponsors, our advertisers. We appreciate it. Continue to support CancelThisCancelThisShow.com. It is Thursday, August 17th. Back in just two and a half minutes with more of CancelThisShow.com.
3: You've waited, and now it's here the unveiling of the latest Carol House lifestyle collections. i the car! <laughs>
1: everybody well Vic Faust had to step out he's doing business things for the show so I am Vic right now Um, I'm really Lizzie Sparks, but I am playing the role of Vic at the moment. But I have two really great patriots in here with me. I have Derek Pratt, who is a friend of the show, and he's here quite often, and he's our merch guy. And as you can tell from his shirt, I don't, Derek, did you make that shirt?
6: No, 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 this is a purchased one.
1: But like I said earlier, if you didn't hear the first hour, I love Derek, but now I think I'm in love with Derek. Look at his shirt. Anybody that's that bold and that big of a badass to wear a Trump shirt is My guy is my guy. I love it. And we also are here, and I'm very excited about this. The Wolf of Washington is here, and we're going to talk to him a little bit, and you can feel free to chime in. As you know, we are part of a network called Renew Media, and we are starting new shows starting this week. We had an earlier show this week, and if you've not heard that show, it's called Uncensored in Smithville, and I was her guest Christine Bunch, she has a show, and it's basically a local show about Smithville, Missouri. But the funny thing about it is by the end of the show, she learned that her little town of Smithville is part of the whole world order, and Black Rock and First Key and all of that are buying up her little town. So she's more fired up than ever. So if you would like to listen to that podcast, right now she has it just on Spotify, but our awesome producer ProJo has put it all to video and for soon that'll be up as well because her podcast was only audio now she's here with Renew Media and so she will have a video and so Derek we have a lot of things to talk about but I think we should probably talk about the star of the show here right now Wesley. <laughs> I'm definitely
6: not the star of the show we'll definitely uh, well Wesley Wesley's Wesley.
1: the star of the show and so Wesley is another person that's going to eventually be part <clears throat> of the network but he has his own standalone show and And it's going to premiere this evening, correct?
7: Yes, that's correct.
1: Could you tell us a little bit about it?
7: So it's myself and Gianna Taylor. We're going to be hosting a show to where, for us, we want to make it socially acceptable. For decades now, they've slowly taken away um, your opportunity to have um, educated um, conversations with individuals by making it to where families family gatherings, bars, you can't talk about politics. So what we want is the younger generation to step back into politics because that's what's ultimately going to save this country. It's not going to be my parents' age and and older that is going to save this country anymore. Um, The younger generation needs to step up and they need to do their part, which is why I ran for United States Congress, which is why I studied constitutional law, which is why I retired from the Army. I did my part to defend this country and I'm going to continue to do that and I'm hoping our show will gather so much young listeners that we can flip it on its head and make it to where I could go sit at a bar and have a drink with my friends and we can talk about politics and religion, which I think is the most crucial part of us saving this nation. I mean, we have to, we have to open it up. We have to open the doors up so people can do that.
6: Leslie, how old are you? That way we can get an idea. I'm 20
7: Mm -hmm. I'm 28 years old. I served in the army. You're a
6: baby. I served in the army for eight years.
7: Right. Um, Actually, with your last guess, I actually knew Ryan Naus. I served with Ryan Naus over in Afghanistan. So
1: he was one of the 13? He was one of the
7: 13, yeah. He was the special operations soldier that passed away. Wow, with psyops, yeah. Well, uh, I you. served with him in, in Afghanistan, seventeen,
6: eighteen. Thank well, you so much for your service. For thank you, for I appreciate that.
1: Absolutely, and we proudly are going to have the flag up. At least, I mean, of course, we love the American flag, but we need to not ever forget the thirteen.
6: Oh, definitely, absolutely, A- and, and all the rest of them that came before the thirteen. that A- you know, lay down their life. You know, uh, the 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 un, unseen generation or untalked about generation, the Vietnam guys. These are these are the older folks right now. These are the flag bearers that are slowly dying off because they're at that age group. And it's nice to see a a fresh face like Wesley here that is coming up as a young conservative and military veteran that, you know, is saying, hey, listen, you know, like you said, the, the things that we can't talk about, even at family gatherings, at bars, anywhere, you can't talk about politics, you can't talk about religion, you can't talk, I mean, you dang near can't talk about anything without somebody... Being offended, and you know what? It's fine to be offended. You have the right. You have the right to be offended. Mm -hmm. I don't have the right to care.
1: Right? You exactly. And when I grew up, I was taught not to talk about my religion and not to talk about politics. And that's what got us in this situation at all, because the nice people sat down, didn't try to offend anyone, and now we're in this awful shape. But then back, I would say like 2011, 12, 13, people got bold. We started talking about it again, and it was very beneficial, and that's how Trump got elected, because the normal independents, the normal business owners, we all wanted somebody that would put America first. But then because of that, all the powers that be, corporations, politicians, pastors, everybody, just wanted us to shut up because it shakes up the way they live. It shakes up their normal way of politicking, as I'm calling it. So now we're in big, big trouble again.
6: So it screws up the status
7: quo. And and that's exactly, that's exactly what Trump did. Trump did that for America, you know? Yes. And, And he stood up strong and I, I believe he did such a phenomenal job that I'm, I'm actually really worried about 2024. I am too. I'm worried that, I mean, you got to remember, he has 119 indictments. Um, the odds uh, of him having a, a smooth sailing through the campaign cycle, it, it's not going to happen. Correct. And, and, and they've purposely placed the trials of each indictment to where he literally will miss out on every single campaign finance um, Deadmark, or yeah. you know deadline that he needed to make right he won't be able to go to the major republican or conservative caucus events because of the fact that he's going to be in trial they yeah. took two and a half years to investigate january 6 just to rush a trial in four months oh, oh
6: don't forget and we're getting rid of documents we're yeah getting rid of it yes and, and and they
7: want to place his federal trial first right then they're going to go to new york then he's going to go to florida and now he's going to go to georgia for trial he's not going to have time to campaign at all and that's their that's their plan It's to get rid of Trump by not allowing him to campaign so that way Biden can be forced back into office. And it really comes down to the bureaucracies in the deep state. And one thing that a lot of people don't point out is who is the deep state?
1: Right. Who is the deep state?
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we
1: we have our theories. They're probably cool.
6: they're probably staring right at us. Yeah, yeah, they they are, they're actually.
1: probably watching <laughs> us. And we know <laughs> right that we us. often get shadow banned when we talk about certain topics. But the good news is, is our live show often gets shadow banned. Yeah. And what happens is, is then people do listen to it later because it our our you know FB will glitch. You know, our YouTube went down for seven or eight days. And it's always when we talk about the deep state, the whole world order, or the thing that they put in our arms. Well, not my arms. I didn't do it me neither but yeah there was no way i was doing it and the interesting thing about that is you were just talking about what they're going to do to trump all these many days tell me what you think about this wesley i think that they did it in georgia on purpose do you know about that where it's in georgia if he does get convicted of this him or any of what the 19 that get convicted they have to spend five years period where that wouldn't happen in some other states they have to spend five years and they cannot be pardoned by a president so say if DeSantis or you know tim scott or whoever get elected they can't pardon him in georgia i don't know that for a fact i've looked it up it seems to be true i've heard it from professors i've heard it from other politicians and so some really good conservatives are like oh i can't vote for trump now because he's going to go to jail What what do you think about that
7: so He's not going to go to jail. That's the first thing. No matter what happens, he won't go to jail. However, that is absolutely true because they're charging him with crimes in Georgia correct. and they're not federal crimes. So right. a president can only has power to pardon those with federal, federal crimes. Federal charges, correct. So they absolutely, that's 100% correct. He would technically have to stay there in Georgia no matter what the circumstances were. Correct. Yeah, I mean, but the problem is is they're not, they're not going to get away with it. And actually, um, you know, my campaign manager was Raleigh Runner, I'm sure you've seen him all yeah, over the news. Yeah, I
1: see him all over. I, I mm-hmm. was
7: with uh, I was with him just when he got arrested by the FBI. I was with him at court and I was with him at court on Tuesday. Oh right?
1: wow. Okay, so, okay. That
7: was the first appearance in front of the DC judge was on Tuesday. Wow. So it's just it's just a ploy. I mean, it's it's political um, prosecution. Yeah. Well political persecution through prosecution yes, is what it is. Exactly. Um when you can't stop someone who's so powerful, and Trump is powerful. His words travel the whole nation. Yes. And uh, if you can't stop them, prosecute him
1: right if you can't stop him then ruin him try to bankrupt him it's which is going to be really hard to do but try to take all of his money you know literally try to what you said earlier keep him tied up tied up tied up tied up and the thing of it is and we talked about this earlier Vic talked about this earlier if I don't know that I totally believe in polls however the polls are showing his numbers were going from 49% now that he's 60% and I do believe that I don't know anyone that is not still liking Trump, except for the people who didn't like him already.
7: Yeah, I mean, and he hasn't lost anyone. Correct, correct. However, I do think that he is losing the younger generation.
1: I agree, I agree. And,
7: and we're flopping over to Vivek, maybe because we we can relate better with him.
1: Yes, I can understand um, that.
7: And I think Vivek's a, a great candidate. Sure. And I love Trump, don't get me wrong. Right. Like, if it came down to it, I'm voting Trump.
1: Yes, me too.
7: 100%. But... Vivek is an option and he's he's a reliable and safe option because he's not part of that deep state. And and when we were talking about this, it'll be on my show later today, but you should definitely, have you heard of Proterra?
1: Not really. I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it.
7: Proterra is the biggest Ponzi scheme, the pump and dump scheme that's happened like just last week. The federal government gave them $8 billion of taxpayer money, right? And it was an electric bus company. Biden supported it. Kamala supported it. The Department of Energy lady, she supported it, and guess what? She was also sitting on the board of Proterra. They gave eight billion U.S. taxpayer dollars. The buses sucked. Shocking. The buses wow. caught fire in L.A. The batteries froze in Alaska, and it couldn't make up the mountains in Minnesota. Those are three huge pieces with electric bus because you have to go green. Yeah. Eight billion taxpayer dollars. They went bankrupt last week.
6: Well, not just that. I was uh, watching something. Uh, actually, no. We were. Uh, you guys were talking with. Uh, uh, um the gentleman from Complete Auto Body he Oh said, yeah, Curtis Sparks. Yeah, Curtis. Yep. He said that if a uh, uh, an EV is sitting in the parking lot for so many days, yes. you have to quarantine it because the the fire uh, the chance of fire on the batteries is it, high. is high. It's very very high. So, yes. You know, I mean, and, isn't that interesting? Well, and they you know, they also talk about the fact that, you know, these are good for the environment. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's many uh, TikToks or videos that, that a gentleman, actually, I believe on a TED Talk, explained that you know while the whole EV thing looks amazing and mm-hmm. you know from the start of whatever you know when you buy the EV, you're saving the world and yeah,
1: you're not you're not saving the world. No, because everything up, cars. everything
6: up to that point, it's actually doing more harm than good. To the environment, and the environment really doesn't need us to begin with. But you know, let, yeah. Let's Correct. just play their game. It's doing so much damage before you even buy the car that you're behind the eight ball. So you might as well just keep driving that gas-powered car. Yeah. And and, and the problem that I haven't
7: heard any other candidate other than Vivek talk about is nuclear. Oh, yeah. You can't tell me that we can have nuclear powered aircraft, we can have nuclear powered submarines and nuclear powered aircraft carriers. Mm-hmm. And you can't make a small enough nuclear reactor to go into a car that's stable that can power a car. Well, not just And that. and Vivek wants to explore nuclear power, which I think is huge when it comes to automobiles, because lithium ion's not safe. They spend more carbon emissions making the lithium ion batteries by digging out the, the landmines than they then the car would give off in sixty years.
6: Well, not just wow. That. What, what about where do you where do you uh, dispose of it? It's you just it's, dump it, it right
7: back in the ground. It, yeah.
6: Well, and, and you know it's like you were talking about uh, uh, the nuclear effect. Yep. I, the, there was one guy, and, and it might have even been Vivek, uh, but they were saying how you know if you if you do a nuclear you know reactor and all that to to even power a city. I think what they you could power a city the size of St. Louis with something you know nothing bigger than our tumblers and then the the amount of uh you know the the, the stuff that's left the the from the nuclear re- reactive material mm-hmm. is can actually be used to power even more so maybe the 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 amount of energy that is used from the you know the large reactor to mm-hmm. you know power a city maybe that can harness that into what you were saying is size it down into some kind of vehicle yep. and maybe use it that way. Or, you know, even they've been talking about hydroelectric or hydro, uh, power hydrogen and, powered. Yeah. And you have, uh, I believe Amron or, um, uh, the Aspire gas company, they actually have vehicles that run off of, um, natural I, gas. Yeah.
7: Well, here's another one, which I don't know how much you know about the power grid up in New York city, but this is how they power New York city. I don't know if you know this, they grab all the trash, Yes, they, they burn, burn it. it down. They bring it down because they can't yeah. burn it in New York. So they bring it down by barge by to barge. Pennsylvania. They burn it all there and then the smoke spins turbines in the stacks and powers all of New York City with their trash. Why aren't the rest of the country jumping on board with this? Right. Why, Why are, are we they trying keeping to go that a green secret? When we Correct. have to get rid of the trash anyway, so yeah. fill landfills, right? Or you could just burn it and have renewable energy forever.
1: Yeah. And and people don't think about that because they're going on their daily lives. But that is a very good point. And that's why we need younger people. I know that my children are so much smarter than me. And so much because I have my oldest one is 31 all the way down to 14. And they are very, very intelligent. And they need to get more involved because that's the next generation. Like you, you, I'm sure you know my son-in-law. He is a state rep now. And I really want people that are younger than me to get involved because you're going to be on this planet longer than us. But how do we get them, Wesley? How do we get them to not just be me, me? And I'm not making fun of millennials or Gen Zs. Everybody, even our age that are Gen Xers, when we were that age, we were no different. We just weren't maybe as woke. But we still just thought about ourselves didn't worry about you know the bigger picture the broader picture how do we bring the young people in to know we're in serious trouble here
7: well so that's one like you pretty much hit the nail on the head right you said that everyone just goes about their regular day yes and that's why I always argue with people when I tell them you're not a patriot well what do you mean I'm not a patriot mm-hmm. Well, you're safe. You're safe. Well, of course, I'm That's safe. That's right. You're safe because when it comes to the time to bear arms or to stop a tyrannical government, you will continue to go to your job. While the rest of people like us, yes. have this job, you're not getting paid for this. I'm not getting paid. It costs me to have my show, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It costs me to bring my voice to speak for you guys or to speak to Correct. you guys. Correct. I want to speak directly to every single listener on my show to tell them it's okay to go out and talk about this stuff. Yes. When you stay silent, when you are scared of what your friends are going to think, how you believe, that is how we got to this point in this country. Correct. And, and there's no turning back. 2024 is a time. And Vivek said it perfectly just the other day in one of his interviews. He said, the revolution's upon us. It's a 1775 moment.
1: Yeah. Right it now it's 1775. It is. Um,
7: and it's just education is the best way to get to the, the younger generation.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: Not woke education. Correct. Not the NEA, not um, the Department of Education. That's not the way you're going to get to them. Not going to college isn't how you're going to get to the younger mm-hmm. generation. Mm-hmm. You have to physically either go out there and do it or you have to step up and and get off your couch and actually be a patriot. You have to fight.
1: You have to fight. And I agree. You can be anybody that's listening now or many people listen to us, you know, after the fact on all of our different platforms. What they have to do is mamas and daddies and grandmas and grandpas can be a part of this by speaking to the future generation. Like my granddaughter, you know, I, I fortunately her parents uh, would allow me to do that where I'm going to tell her the truth. I am going to tell her what a patriot is. I mean, her name is Liberty so she has to understand in order to live her life her little life is a 1775 moment we have to teach our next generation even if they get a little pissed at us because sometimes my kids will be like mom enough enough and I want them to go about their daily life and have good lives and be married and have great jobs and do all of that but part of being an American is being privileged that's the every single person not white privilege not black privilege if you are an American you are still privileged Privilege. Now we're losing our freedom and we're losing our freedoms really fast, but we're still privileged over everyone else. So in order to have that, they have to have what I call non-American guilt. Because I think your generation has America guilt. You're guilted that you can't be a nationalist. You can't be pride of your country. You can't be prideful of your country. You've got people in other countries, Germany, Australia. You see them on TikTok being look at those American flags. They are just so haughty. With their American flags, yes, we are. We're haughty. We're not humble about America, and people need to switch that. Like, oh, we need to be humble. Yes, and, you, you need to be humble, but not about America.
7: And it really doesn't matter their opinion because we kicked their ass in both world wars.
1: Boom. Yes. So yes. I mean, yes. yeah, but I,
7: I I understand. I agree with you 100. And and the way the younger generation is going to get involved is when they want to step up. And I think the biggest. So, I always try to go back because again, I studied constitutional law, American history is like what I do and I'm trying to change that history going forward for my children. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest issue started in the 1980s, right? 1988, well, 1989 I guess, whenever Reagan left office. Right? But the Department of Education got so big that they were able to yes. they were able to delete history out of nowhere uh-huh. so that our my generation, they were able to just Learned something that wasn't true. Correct. They were taught that this country was founded on racist principles, yes. which never happened. Slaves weren't even mentioned in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. The Three-Fifths Compromise only talked about non-free men specifically, and it's in the Constitution too, in Article One: prisoners of war and Indians. Yes, right. And out of the fifty-six original signers, right, mm-hmm. only nine of them believed in slaves. And only six of them had slaves. Correct. Correct. The rest of them had to go hide in woods and and hide their family. They were miserable, but they did something that was so crazy. Bold. 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 They they changed the way the world believed. Mm -hmm. And their document that they drafted, right? So my son, he's named after James Madison because James Madison's my favorite founder by far.
1: That's awesome.
7: He was 26 years old when he drafted the Declaration of Independence, which Benjamin Franklin delivered, right? Mm-hmm. But the the biggest thing is, not only was he the fourth president, but he was the father of the Constitution, and he specifically stood up in 1786 at the Virginia Ratification Convention with Sir Patrick Henry when he said, give me liberty and give me death. He fought for our individual rights. James Madison did, and that's how the first 10 amendments were added on to be our Bill of Rights. So basically, somebody your age yes. stepped up and did it. And did it. Yep. Because the older people at that time, the federalists, the anti federalists right, the older generation weren't about that. They didn't believe in one federal power, which was so smart of them. And they, all, the younger generation believed that this federal power could work and benefit the people, but they were wrong back in 1776. Mm-hmm. Because now that same federal government that the older generation was saying was going to take too much power absolutely has. And it's not by elected officials. Mm-hmm. It's by bureaucrats that they put in power. Correct. The same bureaucrats that... Again, when you go talk to the deep about the deep state. Right. The deep state is the corporations. It's corporate yes, America. Correct. Yes. It's no longer about capitalism anymore no. or conservatism. It's all about the corporations who can pay for what they want. It's all about the They create everything. The mighty they do. dollar.
1: They do. It is all about the dollar. Yep. And how do you get, okay, someone your age, yep. how can you tell us adults, you're an adult, but I mean, I'm an older adult that, you know, I have adult children. How do you get, and this sometimes is people my age's fault. We don't want to offend our kids either because our kids, we raised our kids to be very bold, but yet, not bold in talking about this because then when our kids get upset, mom, don't talk about this anymore, and they walk out of the room. How do you get them to listen without being upset with us and actually getting something productive done?
7: <laughs> I've lost lots of friends, right? right? Lots Me of too. friends because I'll talk about it anywhere. Me too. I'll talk about it at church, I'll talk about it at a bar, I'll talk mm-hmm. about it at Walmart. Yeah, He's walking around with a Trump shirt on.
1: <laughs> right, right.
7: We all know who he's I, voting I, for. I, 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 and, uh, we are
1: yeah. speaking to the choir here. I'm somebody, yeah. too, that flies a humongous it's the. It's flag. not the
7: choir. That's the thing. You've got to, talk. Go out mm-hmm. to you gotta get to the people who aren't part of our choir, choir, which is what, when I ran for Congress, right, I went to all the meetings, all the caucus meetings, this, that, spoke at all these events, was down at CPAC, spoke, you know, all kinds of stuff. I did all that, but it's preaching to the choir. So right. I'm not a patriot. If I'm talking to people who, else, who are also patriots, that doesn't make me a patriot. I need to go turn heads and talk to the leftists, which is why it works out perfect with having Gianna on here. She's not a leftist, but she doesn't believe in the same stuff that I would believe in
1: and I think that's really great that's what we need to do is we keep speaking speaking to the choir I get yeah. that and I love to speak to the choir because the choir still needs to be talked to And but we need to and this offends some people in our choir that we're reaching over the aisle just a little and it's not that we're reaching so far left that we want to be progressive lefts at all I am, a, I am definitely a strong conservative patriot but I'm starting to reach over the aisle knowing that some of them are, are going to be mad at me and don't talk to me I've lost many friends when i voted for trump but now we're already here we've already lost these friends i want to reach over the aisle and talk to these people so they get involved and they understand what's happening
7: no one can make an educated decision on their votes if one they don't study who they're voting for correct and second if they don't talk to the opposing views you we have to make it acceptable in this country for us to negotiate and work things out so we can come to one conclusion because voting half and half like what happened in my election yeah when i spoke to these people they're like oh we love you we love you we think you should you know run for office which then i did and then i still lost but it's because we split the vote you, you the split the vote that's exactly split, what we do right? especially and, and
1: republicans
7: only, and this is where it's really going to be a shocker only 22 percent of the voting um, Populists here in Missouri's second congressional district voted in the primary. The primary yeah. is the most important election. Mm-hmm. But whenever you tell people this, why aren't they voting? Because they're safe. Because they're not patriots. Right, they're
1: safe. And there's two reasons they don't do that. Because there are some elections in the state of Missouri and all over. We're a national podcast. So no matter what state you're in, Your local level, typically, that primary is the most important. But when it comes to the presidential election, there's a caucus here in Missouri, and so it's always been an illusion of the truth, and it's even becoming more so now. They're going to come out and say, we're not even going to have a primary in our presidential election because they're already chosen by this this caucus that they already have so how do we explain that to some people that the primaries do still matter it's probably just the presidential that we don't really have much of a choice
7: on the primary is the most important election mm-hmm. by far I, the general election doesn't matter for the most part and right. the reason i say that is because for s- specifically this district missouri's second district is an r plus 17 right mm-hmm. so a republican's going to win
1: right but which right.
7: republican do you going want to win who's right. more conservative who's a speaker Right. You know, and I know me and you we talked about it before. I'm not going to mention names and I, you know, I'm not running for Congress anymore, so it doesn't really matter. Right, but right. if you're going to post 5 years later, build the wall.
1: Right,
6: right. Where were you 5 years well, ago? Well, well I about this? will no. mention I will mention it. You <laughs> don't said, have to. I'll mention but, the names. But it's Ann, Ann Wagner. Wagner needs to get off her ass and work.
1: It's it's Ann Wagner and I if Ann Wagner was right here, I would say, "Okay, there are so many people in our politics that people say that they're a rhino, but they're really not. They're just doing things that are within their lane. No, Ann Wagner is, I I know that she is a rhino and she's involved somehow with the deep state people. She doesn't give a... a, a hoot. She doesn't give a damn about any of us. I've met her on numerous occasions yep. and the first time I met her she's like, "Oh, I haven't seen you in a long time." She's never saw me at all. She just plays the stupid game because somebody chose her. Yep. We need to find out who chose her because she's playing the deep state game and Anne, if you were here, I would tell you that that you don't even you don't care what your people think cuz nope. you're just now 5 years later talking about the wall. Where the hell are you? And where are you now? Are you down at that wall? Are you down that wall is wide open where the hell are you, Ann? So I will mention her, and every state has an Ann. Oh. Every state has <laughs> or an Ann. one answer. or two. Or, or,
6: or four. five yes, yeah. yes, or six. Yes, yes,
1: or more than that.
6: Well, and you know, it's interesting you were talking about, you know, we're talking about Ann Wagner because I did see on Facebook the other day, Yeah, it was, I don't know if it was her post or whoever was posting, and she's, it, it was, it was some about, what should we do about the wall? And my, you know, I know my responses go nowhere. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, it's my opinion, and I'm going to put it out there. And my, my, my comment was, first of all, if you have to ask the question, you don't understand the answer to begin with.
1: Correct, correct. And I mean, if, she, she if doesn't. You're asking understand, understand, the
6: doesn't... question. Yeah. You'll never get the answer. Correct. Because you won't, You you don't understand it. You know. So yeah. And when I ran for Congress,
7: I started doing a lot of research on Anne, right? Because I was like, I have to know all the deets, right? Right. Right. Uh, details
6: for the younger crowd
1: yeah yeah well because there are sometimes that people Did you like, say deets? Deets. I said the deets. deets right. The detail but that uh, that is awesome I, that I, is awesome so,
6: i have high schoolers i get all the
1: i
7: i still get abbreviations <laughs> that i don't understand i'm like what yes yeah. in my kids i have a seven-year-old a six-year-old and a two-year-old so uh, yeah I, I love it um yeah. anyway so i had to get all the details about and deets say the deets, the deets. The deets. The deets. The deets. All, all right that. we'll go with the deets but uh yeah so i was like and doesn't even show up to vote she at on the house floor no. she has a 73% absent rate right which means she shows up 27% of the times So if you only show up 27 times, why are we paying you $176,000 a year first? And then you said she's related to the deep state somehow, and I'll tell you exactly how. She sat on the board of the House Financial Services Committee, right? Where she could deregulate banks Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. and charge
7: taxpayers more money in taxes. And those same people donated $2.3 million to her campaign. The same banks that she deregulated through her connection with the FDIC. Right, Right, right. And then... She got a kickback through her campaign for the same amount of money.
1: Okay. Yeah. Say that say that again for the people in the back that still I mean, we get some people have to vote for Ann, but some on. Somebody better's gotta run against that chick.
7: Well, and and I believe someone will. Uh, I don't I believe that my um, future with politics is more of a pundit than it is dealing with the actual political scheme, because more can be accomplished outside of politics yes. than, a, than a representative yes. can have. Correct. And,
6: and so, as I say, we saw that when uh, when your son-in-law was here, he was talking about just local, how, you know, the, and I apologize for uh, oh, interrupting. Oh, no, you're good. But in that situation with uh, Justin, you know, we were speaking about in Missouri, how we have the, um, that regular, uh, the personal property tax. Correct. And Correct. And in, in, in it was refreshing to see an actual politician uh telling the truth yeah he, was, we- you know, he even said he goes he goes believe me he goes that this this is something that the the, the missourians of both sides want to get rid of because it's taxation without representation i mean let's just say it what Absolutely. it is. and and he even said and i love the fact that he came out without you know beating around the bush mm-hmm. you know in, in a typical political term.
1: yeah he came right out he came was out it? and
6: said hey, he goes they block it. <laughs> yeah, goes, they, they block it. it.
1: And and he was and he was saying on that show too that it's like they have to do income tax first. Yeah, because if you don't lower the income tax first, they are going to block it, and then they'll add it onto your real estate tax. So there's things, but but most politicians won't tell you the truth like this is what we have to do first We yes we want personal property tax to be gone but they'll block it so we need to go with income tax first That yep. that's the avenue because there's a Missouri constitution right. and there's also every state has a constitution so just because one state does it doesn't mean the other state can do it so you have to really we patriots have to really find the law and we have to call out the quote rhinos but the ones that are not rhinos we need to stop going after them in such a mean hateful way, we need to come alongside them and say, Hey, what can we do to help? Because this this fighting like this with our own is so counterproductive, and Republicans are so bad at doing that. We fight each other constantly, we need to get on the same page. And I know that that's just you know a pipe dream, well, that's it's a, in the it's a huma- white world,
7: that's a humanity issue, though. Yeah, it is. And it's why fight with yeah. the left? I mean, there's the fathers of this constitution, right? Um, or this country. They didn't. Dis- they disagreed on the majority of the topics. If you yes. read the Federalist yes. Papers, the yeah. yes. Federalist Papers, but they knew that coming together was better for the country or the soon-to-be-formed country yes. than to sit here and fight. So they made compromises. And, yes, and compromises. I'm a, I'm a yes. conservative, 100. Mm-hmm. percent But there is things we can compromise on. Correct. And, Correct. And some of the stuff that goes on over there in the Missouri House, specifically mm-hmm. the personal property tax. It's in the Missouri Constitution. If they were to uh, repeal the personal property tax, mm-hmm. they're going to add it on to another tax. They are.
1: I mean, that's in there, and that's what people don't know, and we have politicians, and I won't say say the name. Bill Igle. I
7: already know who you're oh, talking okay. about. okay. <laughs> and
1: and um, a lot of people love Bill Igle, okay? And, yep. and, I, and I don't dislike him personally, but he needs to come out and say the truth, and the truth is exactly what you said. And so I'm not saying people shouldn't vote for Bill Igle, but Bill Igle needs to not just run on this one-ticket item. There is a Missouri Constitution, and you have to compromise. I... I'm not saying that we want to. We conservatives do not want to compromise, but if we don't get along in the sandbox, we're going to get nothing done. And so I want a politician... And I'm going to say this about Bill Igel and I hope he hears this. He won't come on the show anymore because I'm going to ask him that question. And yeah. people know. And I've got friends that are other on other talk stations, and he'll go there. But they won't ask that exact thing. Bill Igel you cannot just do that. So stop running on just that thing.
7: Well, I know. He's running for governor. Correct. And what he's doing is throwing his actual supporters and friends under the bus yes. by making it out to the uh, Missouri constituents that... Nick Schroer or Benjamin Brown or Mike Moon is what's holding up this personal and, property tax. And those three tax. are and not that doing they're that. They're not. It's because it's in the Missouri Constitution that they Correct. cannot get rid of it Correct. unless it's replaced with another tax.
1: Correct. And those three men that you were talking about, I know that they're, you know, at least one of them, Nick, who's wonderful. I'm a yeah. big advocate. Love of him. Nick. And he likes, love you, Nick. Yeah, I love Nick. He is, I absolutely adore him. His kid, you know, I won't even say where our kids go to school, but they go to school together. And and it's he's great. And he likes Bill too. Yeah. You know, he likes him. But Bill is wrong here. Yes. Those three men are not, holding it up they're not bill is is running because he wants to get elected i'm not saying whether he should or he shouldn't um you know him and both jay are the most conservative of the two but i found that jay will come out and say hey this is the way it is and a lot of us conservatives especially far right and i tend to be that way we want what bill's telling us but bill can't do what he's telling us
7: Oh, absolutely i agree i i like bill personally I i do too as a as a person as a person um But the thing is he knows he's wrong. He does know. So here's here's what happens in politics. Whenever you know you're wrong, you either double down or you backtrack.
8: Correct. Backtrack. Or or you read a book on the
1: floor. And you read a book for hours on the floor. And if any of you didn't know that, Bill read a book on the floor for two hours to filibuster the whole thing.
7: Yeah. Because he was mad. Yeah, exactly. But then he played it off like yes. it was Nick Schroer's fault. Correct, correct. And it wasn't, but yeah. And I, Nick is still a great a great
1: advocate of Bill and the fact yeah. that they're friendly, but I think you're gonna start see a distancing if Bill keeps throwing Nick under the bus.
7: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and he has been. He has been on the campaign trail. And and it's actually it's sad, kind of.
1: It is sad. So here's the thing: it, it hurts my heart that these good men, and I'm, and, and I'm not going to say that Bill is not a good man. I don't know him as personally as I know Nick, but you want to get elected so bad that exactly what you said, you cannot throw your people under the bus. You did,
6: can't do it, and you have to admit you're wrong. Did you, you have to admit you're did wrong. Did you ever wonder why these people want to get a job that only pays thirty something thousand dollars a year?
1: Well, and it depends on who, and it depends on who it is, and some of them work really hard, like Nick Shore and my son-in-law, who get paid crackers and they are both attorneys and they have these men will be in Jeff City one minute and then driving all the way to their offices you know one is in St. Charles County my son-in-law is in Clayton and they're back and forth and they do so much but you want to know why those two men do care
3: it's because they understand
1: they understand but they also understand the law and I'm not trying to tout lawyers, but often lawyers um, or someone in the military who understand law have to be the ones that have these jobs because you can't just say, like, I don't know all the laws. I can talk about what I think about it, but and I can investigate, but I'm not a lawyer. Yep. But I, but I get down there in the trenches, and I want to find out what is the truth. And I've offended a lot of conservatives by calling out Bill Igel because some people think he's the next Messiah, but he's lying
7: to you. Yes,
1: he's lying. And, and I'm glad you're here, Wesley. You know, admitting that too. And and you, you and I have no reason whatsoever nope. to hate on Bill. And we're not. I don't hate and, and Bill. I
7: don't hate Bill either. I don't hate Bill. But as soon as you started talking about it, I automatically knew who you knew you were who it was. You knew it was.
1: And I would like Bill to come on here, but he won't. But I. I would like him to come on here because I want him to say what he's going to do now to get elected other than personal property tax because that's not going to happen without the income tax first
7: and, and so speaking about that and, and this is to go off topic just a little oh,
6: bit there's but, never such thing as off topic here yeah
7: There's yeah exactly what you're talking about like how conservatives they all have like this agenda in yeah. their head Yes, me too. they think they too. can accomplish. Correct. But it's not possible alone. Correct, correct. You have to work with the left or the you Democrats. You do, you do. And no other candidate has ever come out, in my opinion, than Vivek. He came out of nowhere, and then he just took over the show by, hey- we have to work with them. Hey, right. Let's come up with something new. Why didn't? Why isn't Ron DeSantis talking about nuclear power or Trump? Trump is amazing, and I like I said, I am mm-hmm. voting for Trump. Yes. But these are questions now that are turning in my head. Like you got to ask can, the questions. He can do this stuff if we. Can. I don't know why we didn't think about this before because I was so stuck on America First. Me too. You know, I sit on the board of the America First PAC. Yes. So. Um, and, and my whole reasoning for running for Congress was to help veterans. I didn't care. Mm-hmm.
3: True. Mm-hmm.
7: I, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't really care about the people. I was going right, to do what I wanted to fight. For the, you know, I was yes, obviously a conservative. Yes, I understand I'm that. I'm going to fight for that. But my biggest thing was for veterans. And the problem is all the veterans that go up to Washington, they get bought out. Well, very much so. And that's mm-hmm. why I said when I ran, I'll donate all my money back to the to the country who gave me everything. They gave my kids everything. But we have such a disconnect. And, and I want to give you one quote real quick. President Abraham Lincoln said, a nation that does not honor its heroes will not long endure. Our heroes are in trouble. Very much so. And our they country are. is in trouble because of those heroes. And, and what I mean by that, I, I'll give you a couple numbers real quick. The Depart- uh, From the Department of the v- Veterans Affairs, right? 54% of Afghan Iraqi war vets have trouble adapting to civilian life. I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, out of that, 72% self-medicate with drug and alcohol abuse. Right. Right. Vietnam vets, 23% had trouble adapting to civilian life so we're almost we're over double what vietnam vets were and they're like well the wars were so completely different well here's what was different the government pushed propaganda right Mm -hmm. to benefit vietnam vets
8: Mm -hmm.
7: but the american people didn't buy it right in afghanistan they pushed propaganda against the vets and the american people said We're here to stand with our veterans. So here's the biggest problem. The federal government gave up on us, Iraq and Afghanistan war vets. This is their solution to fixing our issues. Here's some lithium, here's some pain medicine. You're the throwaway soldier. We are the throwaway. And then when we speak out about stuff that we did in Afghanistan, then now we're villainized. So that's why I tell people, the veterans, once our veterans get taken care of from our federal government, which Trump was doing a, a good job, he didn't accomplish much, but he did try, Right. to help veterans get better care than the VA.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needed four more years to do that. Yes. So Wesley, tell us about what you're doing starting this evening and tell yep. us a little bit about what how you can find it and um, a little bit. You told us already about Gianna, but when does it start and where can you find it?
7: So we'll be live on Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok I know most of you guys don't use TikTok. I but do. If you, I do.
1: do. So TikTok. But you know what I've learned about TikTok? A lot of a lot of conservatives do not like TikTok, and I do understand that. But here's my take on TikTok: is TikTok is a really easy platform to use. Yep. We don't use it nearly as much as we should. But a lot of people say because China owns TikTok, China owns all the platforms, guys. Yeah. they own them all. So if you're even on on FB, and I say that, you know, you know, may, maybe Rumble isn't in truth, but most of the rest of them are all owned by a Chinese entity. Anyway, China so owns
7: twenty five percent of Missouri.
1: They do. The that people to Eric don't understand Schmidt. that. So I don't know.
7: Eric Schmidt sold three hundred thirty eight thousand acres to Smithfield Farms, which is owned by China. Yep. Which, by the way, they just sold nine
6: of their farms in Missouri. So, as I say, those were the hog, another pump and dump the scheme. The hog farms. Yep. Yep. Just got rid of nine of them. They so got, big.
1: Were, they got big. so Smithfield got rid Smithfield of them,
6: got right? rid yeah. of them. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the the new way of farming animals. It is not on an actual farm with grass and all the rest. That of That makes me sad. No, so it is. it's a warehouse. It's a warehouse. In it's
7: a warehouse. It's a warehouse. Yeah, it it's a warehouse in cities. So it's sad. it's disgusting. It's honestly, it's disgusting. But yeah. Um, yeah, so you can find us on TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. Facebook, it's the Wolf of Washington, and then um, it's the Wolf and Gianna on TikTok and on YouTube.
1: Great. And so you'll be able to see that starting this evening and you're going to be doing on Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays correct? and
7: Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Are you, Very are good. You be Live on TikTok or is live that- on TikTok.
1: Very good. Ooh. Well, hey, Joe, could you I know before Vic left, he left a couple videos that just put up a video and then we'll talk about it afterwards. And you guys say all oh, what you think about the videos that Vic left. OK, so play whichever one you got.
6: Also, I sent that picture of the beer fridge.
1: You, I said. But, but you know what? They're going to just think we're big old alcoholics. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. to alcoholics meetings. I don't even meetings. drink that much. But I just I want people
6: to. Yeah, Al-
1: I, I do, but not that much. But I want to have it there for anybody that you got
6: to remember. Have it. Uh, yeah. My parents told me never be a quitter. So why should I quit now? Well, and alcoholics. <laughs> alcoholics go to meetings.
1: <laughs> oh well. Okay. There. All right. Okay, Joe. Play us a video.
3: Here it comes. Okay.
1: Alright, here we go. See what you think about this, guys. Oh, I watched this ne-
7: one. I've seen this one, yeah. Okay,
1: watch this one. Ever denied
8: the outcome. And I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. But I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We Word robbed of an election. Using the word rigged, using the word steal. Do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I, I don't, because we can actually back it up. And so, in response to what I believe was a stolen election, and I'm not saying they stole it from me; they stole it from the voters of Georgia. I spent the the interim 10 days between the election and my non-concession day, as we call it. Uh, <laughs> someone outside asked if I'm ever going to concede. The answer is no. It was not a free and fair election. I think the election was stolen from the people of Georgia. I believe it was stolen from the voters. I just said it can't happen again. Thousands of Georgians had their voices stolen because they were not able to cast ballots. And they cannot be guaranteed that their votes will be counted in 2020 if we don't do this right. I said that the election was stolen from the Georgia voters. If it looks like it's cheating, it probably is. If it looks like it's rigged, it probably is. The process that took place during the legislative cycle was one that did not countenance and did not pay attention to the deep and real concerns of those who watched this election be stolen in the state of Georgia. It was stolen from the voters of okay, Georgia. Okay, you can cut that joke because
1: it just keeps going on and on and on and on about that. And you know, I asked the listeners on the chat line, what do you think about her? And of course, Mary, I love Mary's comments immediately is barf. I mean, that is, <laughs> it, does, it, does it make your stomach want to throw up because she can say it, but Trump can't is say it, it?
6: Isn't this what they're indicting Trump? In right. Georgia
1: and and it, could it be The same state, even
7: it's the same. It's the same exact situation. Yeah. Um. Why aren't they indicting her? Right. Yeah. Why? Why aren't they? But they're going off the phone call that he had with the um director of the election. Correct. correct. What his name was? Something Roth's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But But we. But we get it. I mean, that just shows you the hypocrisy that the right has compared to the left. Okay, Joe. Another video. But yeah, it just shows you the absolute hypocrisy that we conservatives, Republicans have to deal with.
7: Oh, wait, can I can I answer yeah. one of these comments real quick? Of
1: course, please do. Uh,
7: Aaron, he said, wait, so you're mad about Chinese farms, but you're okay with TikTok. And what I want to explain to you, Aaron, is I'm mad about TikTok too. Me too. However- when we go back to being a patriot and how you get the message out to all of yeah. our generation, yeah. our generation's on TikTok, so Hold I up. have to use TikTok. It's not because that's what I want to do, but that yeah. will help with viewership, specifically with the younger generation who's already scrolling through their phone around that time. Yeah. So it's it's not about me like supporting TikTok.
1: Yeah, and, and I agree with Aaron about that. I don't want to support any of these platforms, no. but it's an echo chamber if you're just on Rumble, and I love Rumble, don't get me wrong, yep. I love it. Rumble and Truth, and I love Truth, I'm on both of them, but everybody likes the easiest platform a lot of people think is Facebook or TikTok and so we have to be where the people are because we have to gain more patriots and also speak to the patriots too because we got to stick together.
7: And and that's what I hope for with, with my show is like, hey, me and Gianna, Opposing views, but we're sitting here having this conversation. Yes, I'm glad you can you're have doing this that. conversation too. And if that's on TikTok, it's on TikTok.
6: If it's on Rumble, Facebook, yeah, YouTube wherever it's wherever, you wherever they are. Well, it's like you said. That's where the that's where the generation that we're trying yes. to touch is. It yep. is they're on, they're on TikTok. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Okay, Joe.
4: Thank you, Scott.
1: This is creepy, Joe.
4: Thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, thank you. I think your patience today exceeds your good judgment. Thank you. And I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. Oh my gosh. Want some candy? Right. Oh, thanks for the introduction, and he, Scott. Thank you very disgusting. much. You know, uh, he
1: is. He's the same person that you tell your kids to watch out for the ice cream truck, and if you get ice cream off the ice cream truck, make sure you're standing right there. He's the creepy guy that drives the ice cream trucks. So I mean,
6: he if he was get, in my subdivision, I would be scared for I my mean, kids. You, me too. Me too. I'd say they should repaint the uh, limousine white, and <laughs> instead of saying, <laughs> right? can you help me find my puppy?" Would you like some ice cream?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, just when you think he can't be any creepier, I know my husband had a talk with his dad yesterday about him and you know, and I want to mention some people in the family, not my father in law, but there's some people in the family that they just will not vote for Trump because he tweets and stuff. So then my my husband was like, okay, but what do you think about Creepy Joe? And he does all of these creepy things and was showing him like there's there's more than one and showing the ear and all that. And it's because people of even older than us, they just believe the mainstream media. And when you bring them, and that's what I know you're trying to do, Wesley, when you bring them with facts in love and in kindness, they start to go, Huh? Wow! There's two Joe Bidens, and he might be. Shoot, there an might be three piece. or four. Yeah, yeah. There, there could be. There could be three or four.
7: Or he could just be one of the extraterrestrials.
1: Exactly. He, he could. could be. Yes, he could be getting right off that UFO. Which is or, yeah.
7: other stuff. Like that's the point of our podcast is mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the politics. Yes. But we're also going to talk about other things and, and reaction videos, stuff like that. It's supposed to be fun, and we're hoping that fun. it'll make it fun for the younger crowd. To, hey yes. you know politics ain't that bad but politics control everything in your life correct from correct. where you can go what you can do where you work everything's controlled by politics in your, right. in your
6: school yeah
1: yes and we where have your to,
6: kids go to school where
1: your kids go to school and speaking of that like where my kids go to school now and i know when i was younger and even my older kids there were not police officers that had to stand in the schools now my younger one i i, I t- tell her that police officers are your friends and when you see them they're keeping you safe and our police officers just get beaten. I think, Joe, don't we have one video left about that? If you could play the video and we could talk about the police officers.
4: She got a f-
6: on, yo. Yo, chill, son. Yo. First off, she's jaywalking.
1: Yes, she is. She's breaking the law. <coughs> <laughs>
6: Sorry, I should be laughing. I'm sorry, I
1: have to laugh. And basically, setting this video up is... Yo,
6: that's crazy. Here. That's crazy.
4: Oh,
1: God. And these are just the little things our police officers have to do. And so she that's had... Crazy. She had been doing so much to him beforehand. And, you know, the police officers have to deal with this kind of stuff running away from you. And then the police officer, all they can do is just kind of barely try to bump him to knock him down because she was, that was a defiant jaywalker, is what that was. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And you guys have all seen other things. It's all the the time.
6: I just see. That was the best part. <laughs> yeah, what the F did
1: I just see? And that, you know, that's a great way to actually almost sum up the show is our <laughs> life has been what the F did we just see? I mean, it's day after day. It's like, what the F, what what in the F kind of a world are we living in? And we're the same way. This, this is cancel this and tomorrow, please tune in. It's going to be great. We're going to have Kelly Mano. If, if she's gotten out of the license bureau, she'll be here in the second hour. And, um, We'll also have Eric Johnson, who is one of the co-hosts that he took just a little, just a little bit of a, you know, he needed to decompress a few things. He was here last Friday. We're going to start seeing him on Fridays and hopefully seeing him more. And I'm thinking the second hour, I'm going to be able to just sit back tomorrow and watch the sparks fly between Kelly and Eric and Vic and I'll just be going what the F just happened here. <laughs> and I will be looking forward to a free for all Friday. And is there anything before we wrap this up, you two guys want to uh, say,
6: as I say, I'll let, I'll let you get the first word and I'll take the last, if that's fine.
7: I appreciate you guys having me on. I appreciate you guys having the studio and allowing me to rent it. So that way we can have our show here too. And I hope that we can help you guys a show. And, and our show at the same and,
1: time. Yes, and vice versa. And that is, if anyone, we have a network called Renew Media. If you have something that you want to say and you want to rent the studio, you can contact me or Vic and you can do our emails and it's lizzie at cancelthishow.com or vic at com. or a lot of people just, you know, private message me on Facebook and that's fine too. And if you got my text, that's great. And we're going to let Derek close out the show.
6: So everybody, we've been talking about merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. You see all the the wonderful things that have been displayed all over uh the desks and everything uh last night uh i don't know 11 30 or so late, 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 night, late I was, you know, night i was late night i was perusing my youtube uh, like i normally do so i'll definitely be hitting uh hitting you up wesley and, and and watching that on youtube uh but uh was putting some uh stuff on the uh the shopify uh getting the merchandise kind of lined up it's still uh, still got some bugs to work out so we get it all ready uh, but uh the steps to get the merchandise is hey. getting closer and closer every day uh, to the uh, to get on the website. So. <clears throat> be uh be on the lookout for that hopefully i'd say probably within the next week Good. we should get all the bugs Good. uh still waiting for uh some of the uh the ladies trucker uh the ladies uh, uh hats to come in when
1: well, you have to i'm i'm going out with a with a listener and a friend this evening and she already even said on the chat line she needs yeah. one of those hats I, and
6: i apologize it's one of those things where it's you just know, took longer to get yeah, in and yeah. to,
1: to work out all the kinks we're, yeah, still, still, a relatively we're still trying to find show.
6: that well we're still trying to find that right piece, Fit. you know, yes. uh, you know, yes. uh, we, we, we want to bring something that is, uh, you know, not overpriced, but still Correct. in that budget area mm-hmm. to where, you know, we're not asking you to pay 45. So you're not yeah, trying
1: uh, to sell your things with Bidenomics. Uh,
6: it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work.
1: It doesn't work.
6: But, uh, yeah, look, look on the, uh, I believe it's going to be on the website is going to be a link eventually to the Shopify, but we'll also have it on all the social media platforms to, uh, find where you can get some amazing, Amazing! Cancel this. Match.
1: I cannot wait. And Derek is great at that. I know I'm going to be ordering one of his cornhole sets real soon. Speaking I'm excited of cornhole about set, that. I
6: know you guys were uh, talking about it. And yes, Ben has uh, placed an order for the uh, cornhole set, and Woo-hoo. it has been approved. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, the design so I love it uh, we should be getting that in, in the next couple of weeks also.
1: I love it and so you'll be able to find the merch on cancelthisshow.com where you can also find all the platforms the audio the listening even after the show please take this today's show so we can promote Wesley and we can promote Derek's items as well and so that's it for today and and come and see us tomorrow for free for all Friday free
6: for all Friday with Kelly Mano and, and Eric Johnson, Johnson. Happy day, guys. <music>